You can go to a private room to sync your audio. Sam, <laughs> press square to pee with your penis. <laughs> Sam, you know that your delivery is going to come to this. You are going to need to piss into that bottle. <laughs> Sam, please deliver your piss to my house. <laughs> Uh, Sam, deliver your piss to the toilet so that we can scientifically <laughs> analyze it. Sam, you're weighed down. We have too much cargo, and most of it's your piss. <laughs> Empty your cargo so you can move faster and you've more been, agile. You've been playing the game for ten hours, but you haven't pissed yet. Sam, you may have pissed in the game, but you also have to piss in real life. Be sure to take a break every so often. Fortunately, there's a thing called a Sam, the Wii Remote has become desynced from the nunchuck. <laughs> How did you even plug that in? It shouldn't work when it In does. your private room, plug the sensor bar into the back of the console. Sam, you didn't judge your Wiimote before turning on the Wii. Uh, Sam, I'm going to need you to recalibrate your DS touchscreen. This can be batteries. done by going to the home screen and pressing the calibrate touch controls button with the stylus. I'll be back in a few minutes. <laughs> I've died. <laughs> I have to be dead. Sam, I'm going to need you to start this podcast. <laughs> everyone to please don't listen to this your life depends on it the show where we do something different every single week and this week we are forgetting our microphone i'm just kidding we are playing death stranding by kojima productions uh in our quest to play every video game that came out in 2019 yeah. uh, we're, we're almost are, there <laughs> we're almost there uh we did uh, you know we did outer wilds we did disco elysium now we're doing death stranding which means that uh you know in two weeks when i do my devil may cry 5 episode we'll finally have it all wrapped up wow uh no, here we're here to uh, make the very important delivery of this audio to your ears, uh, but we've also got some spare packages around. So I've got uh, sixty-three thousand kilograms of rare earth metals, Cam. <laughs> it's essential that you deliver these. No one else can do it. There's only one car in the universe. <laughs> we have five trillion painkillers, Seb. I'm gonna see the hat. <laughs> no, I think you just see God if you do that. <laughs> no hat man involved. The hat I man is in heaven. Yeah, you see the beach. Hmm. We've got smokable chiral crystals, Alex. Oh, yeah. Coming to you live from the back of Stank Dick 83's <laughs> reverse strike. Uh, and we have, uh, I am your host, a disgusting cryptobiotes, Nick. No, they're bug cute. snacks. Bug mm. snacks. Oh, I should have just. They are bug snacks. <laughs> Damn. They're oh, meat fruit snacks. They're the they're they're like blood snacks. snacks. Whoa. Blood they're blood snacks. Blood every snack's a blood snack. Come every on, every snack snacks. is a blood snack. 
What? Sam, what? Sam. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> Sam, you have low blood sugar. Eat fruit snacks to raise your blood sugar back up to the regular acceptable Dark level. Gummies. I like the banana ones the most. <laughs> Ooh, Welch's fruit snacks. That guy's a sick freak. Sam, eat Welch's grapefruit snacks in order to retain your blood sugar levels. Gotcha. Slash it down with your monster energy. <laughs> if you don't eat enough Welch's fruit snacks, your blood sugar will get too low, and then not only will your piss not be up to standards, but you also might pass out in the middle of a delivery. It's the only thing that survived the time fall, or the void out, or whatever. Welch's fruit snacks and monster yeah. But speaking of monster energy drinks, I had uh, actually Alex gave me this idea by uh, talking about the, this this game. I want to know after after uh, Metal Gear Solid Five and uh, Kojima's messy public breakup with Konami, uh, he received basically a blank check from Sony Computer Entertainment Whoa. saying you you work for us now. And we're not going to be checking in on you. So it's pretty that, crazy that Sony made the Walkman. <laughs> yeah, and, and game, Sam Porter Bridges is kind of a Walkman. Walk yeah, he's the Walkman game. Walk but Walkman, that actually wouldn't have been too far from. Yeah, well, I mean, they they give him they do Sam Porter and Sam Bridges. I mean, they they managed to cram both of them in. Them so I feel like it's not that weird. I for just them noticed. To say. The other day too. He's that also the, Sam Porter Strand. Yeah. Right. The beer that they make is a porter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like oh. incredibly good. <laughs> got it. 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 I like how excited they get about that. All the, the emails. Single-minded dedication to <laughs> yeah. really dumb on the nose jokes. <laughs> yes. It's like I take the idea of an extended metaphor and I smash it into the ground. I yes, the defended extended over forty hours. I defended every yet. single one of those until in the last half hour of the game, a character. Uh, explained their name by writing it in the air. Oh. That was that was the the point, I guess, where it was over the line for me. And I'm like, Princess, you're not allowed. Princess Beach was the bridge. Princess, too far Princess Beach is, a, is an in-universe joke, so I don't care. Like, like what well, also sucks. Yeah, but yeah, people can make insane, bad jokes in. Joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So anyway, let's say uh, a nondescript company man comes up to your door and is like, Cam. I heard about your messy public breakup with a Japanese video game development studio. That's right. I yeah, want. I'm here to make things better. Baby, I'm gonna treat you so good. I'm gonna treat you so much better than they did. Here's a blank check. You can have one Hollywood star of your choosing in the game, mocap and voice. You can have one musical artist to score the game. I'm gonna say they are not recording anything new for this, but you, we can get them. Uh, that which means yeah so well yeah yeah Yeah, that's true so is is, uh low roar on sony's thing i don't know if they're on sony's label i feel like they must be but i haven't checked that sense but nothing else in this game does yeah and then to to make up the cost for the other two things we're allowing you to do you can pick one branded product that will be in the game oh that's the big one i feel yeah oh i'm going to steal a joke just like i'm going to predictive text this out of Alex's mouth mm-hmm. and say, just as an example, you could say that your branded product was uh, Levi's jeans and your musical <laughs> artist was Bad Religion. And you'd could just make, <laughs> and you be no! two, two-thirds of the way to making Crazy Taxi. <laughs> Suck. What does one of the drivers look like Bruce Willis, too? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gus. Yeah, yeah, Gus totally does. Um, I don't know. I was thinking about this. I do have that weird love for Vince Vaughn. I really like him in anything I see. Yeah? And I think that one of the guys in this game looks like Vince Vaughn, the craftsman, actually, that we just visited. 
because I was just walking, watching True Detective Season 2. It was really good in that. But it'd probably be my favorite celebrity in this game. I mean, you got Mads Mikkelsen, but also you have uh, Conan O'Brien, which mm -hmm. is just such a crazy pull in this game. And he's someone that I don't think you ever need to go to. Like, No, he's gettable, he's completely, for sure. Well, I mean, no, like you don't even need to... In the game, you don't need oh, to yeah. see oh, just right, the right, right, yeah. Ryan. <laughs> like you can just miss that. And I think he is voicing himself too. But he's just such an—he's not like my favorite comedian or anything. But he's just such an iconic looking and sounding person, being like over six feet tall, having his own signature haircut, mm -hmm. and like uh, just the way he talks. He's you know a talk show guy. But mm -hmm. maybe it'd be Ben Schwartz. I think I love Ben Schwartz. That'd be pretty. Funny. And he fits all of those qualifications. Sam Porter Bridges, <laughs> we are here to make a delivery. Like that was too the game, like, yeah. yeah, the game based on the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now he's Sonic. He's every blue cartoon character. Mm. He's on every new Netflix TV show. Um, my band would probably be Cake. I love Cake. Oh, that's that's great. And they're not too. They're just popular enough for me to pick. I think. Mm -hmm. That'd be fun to get people to listening to them again. And then, oh, branded product is so hard, but it would probably be 3D Doritos. I love the, I love them too much. They'll right. never. They came back and they're not the same, so they're making. So they're gaslighting. Me so the the Star Trek replicator like we're throwing person. all these elements into. I'm I'm, th I'm picturing Cam's game in my mind because I'm assuming it's not just like obviously Death Stranding again. Be it's pretty close. It, it would be your it'd be your own thing. I mean, Cake has kind of like a muted. Uh, like kind of uh, downtone mood to their stuff, but, but like, also 800 songs about cars and driving cars. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, that would be a car driving game. A car driving game with Ben Schwartz would uh, now is Ben Schwartz uh, and like ally or enemy? Is he is he the Norman Reedus or is he the Mads Mikkelsen of this game? Uh, I don't think he. It would be fun to see him be a villain. Yeah, yeah, because like I think with with cake and 3D Doritos and Ben Schwartz, there's no way this game is gonna have a serious tone. Yeah, even and if you try to do it, it's going to fall flat on its face. <laughs> 3D Doritos are a serious snack topic <laughs> for the story. I don't, I think it could be Ben Schwartz. I could definitely get as your rival car driver who's mm -hmm. famous already, and you're the up and coming car driver. Ooh, and he's already. Yeah, yeah. I like this. I like the way this is going. Yeah, I've been actually since I was playing Death Stranding, I was obsessed with building all the roads this playthrough, mm -hmm. and just driving the car on the road. I was like, "Damn, I need to fucking play Forza Five or something." I need to. Forza Horizon Five yeah, is game. like I should just play super that. cool. My Game Pass subscription lapsed, so I gotta go back. And see you need another dollar so you can I afford need it. Dollar. <laughs> hey, hey, times are tough right now. Wait till they come crawling back to me and be like, "You can have it for a dollar." I I really admire. This is a little bit off topic, but I admire in the sense of like looking at a giant wizard evil wizard's tower of evil that will destroy the earth and going like oh there's some nice architecture there yeah. i admire microsoft's evil scheme of if we own everything and everything's on game pass and it doesn't matter the games don't have to make money by selling because the game <laughs> the money comes to us automatically through game pass yeah so I mean, it's the it's the model of enough people will forget they're paying for this they don't even have to forget they're paying for it because if they're if new games are coming out on it consistently enough that they're not going to Steam or wherever to buy games, they're just yeah. playing whatever comes out on Game Pass, which means that you get to pick what they play, and you know you don't have to worry about it selling because the money's already there. We're coming off the new, the buyout news. Yeah, exactly. I was arguing with um, Sarah's boyfriend yesterday about how it's bad for indie studios and people who aren't owned by Microsoft that Activision is being bought by Microsoft for precisely that yeah. reason. And he's like, 
no, Steam exists and everybody's finding their indie games there. I'm like, what if no, that's hold, not... Here. Well, Here's the new the definition. I, I, I'm stealing this from a tweet, but the new definition of indie is just going to be studio that's not owned by Microsoft. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever's on indie. It's like, well, Nintendo and Sony have been picking up all these indie studios. I'm like, people are just going to play Game Pass. Yeah, they don't that's need to the buy problem. Games again. The, the problem is that it, as, as subscriptions get more prevalent, the only way that your game will be successful is if it's already on that subscription. Yeah. So... Like, and the metric for, let's say, an indie developer, you start going, like, how can I pitch this so that Game Pass will pick it up instead of how can I pitch this so it's the game that I want or that a developer will fund exactly. it? Exactly. So, anyway, after that, uh, something that will definitely not be an indie is, Seb, your gigantic money-making AAA uh, uh. thing with an, a- with an actor or actress, uh, a-, a branded <laughs> product, and a musical artist. So what, what, is, what is Seb's uh, money sink game? All right, I want... I don't think he would like this but <laughs> that's all right want, <laughs> that's even better i want imx because his music is like edgy okay. like he's got a catalog of like ambient um like electronica and then he's got like edgy stuff with mm-hmm. lyrics to it and i think that would be really cool and i just like his electronica stuff and and all that but i have no idea what i would do for for, for like an actor or an actress like i, I really don't I don't stand actors or actresses. It doesn't, you don't have to like stand them. It's like, do, is there somebody that you like seeing on screen in something that's live that's action? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I <laughs> Liking something if, is standing it. Now. If somebody gives a good performance, I like them. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. Like, well, I, who gives a matter. good performance that you remember? Um, see, this would not go along with my. Uh, it doesn't have to go along. Believe me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They like, they yeah. didn't do that in Death Stranding. That's for sure. <laughs> I was thinking back to our um, recent. Uh, Matrix, Matrix Resurrections, mm-hmm. and I was like, hmm, what if you put Neil Patrick Harris in a Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, you could do that. Yeah, but I don't want to typecast him as, like, a, a weird villain or a Dr. Horrible. Well, you don't character. have to. You, you so It's like, your game. To think, yeah, I'm trying to think. What Although I'm they did typecast him. Mads Mikkelsen as the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like in Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although he's got, right he's got a little yeah. more going on than in Doctor Strange at the very least. Uh <laughs> Norman Reedus is funny. It's almost like they worked around his like emoting not being his strong suit as an actor yeah. by having him be a guy who's not good at emoting. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the cheat code to like writing a character. Writing it's a character. Keanu Reeves got popular. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of is. I mean, that's how he went around as, as Dale in Walking Dead. Is that was his whole shtick? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was um, wondering what else he's in that Kojima liked him from. I don't know. It's Walking Dead. He, Kojima loves... He's the, one of the, the most longest-running characters on Walking The cast-off yeah. trash of our culture is Kojima's alive. favorite shit in the whole mm-hmm. world. Absolutely. There's like a five-tweet thread of him raving about the Lego movie. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is good, though. Yeah. It is good, but it's really funny that a guy who is like, I love culture and I love art, is like the Lego movie's the perfect work of culture and art. <laughs> yeah. It's He loves the kitschy stuff. He loves the brands. He loves the, the, the glitz, the glam, the Hollywood stuff. Yeah, and he's been making that ever him, since 1999. At least to them, it's like a little bit skewed because it's like an American. It's you know, it's a foreign product to them a yes. little bit. I guess I don't know. So yeah, I can't think of anybody else who I was like, hmm, let's try to. Um, yeah, no, I can't think of anybody. I mean, else. you can I, put I Neil Patrick Harris in your game. Sure, yeah. With yeah. IMX, like, I'll, I'll, I will. I, you know what, I will. All right, what's your branded product? My branded product. Popeyes um, chicken sandwich. <laughs> no. Gives you. Brand jump. product. I'm. I don't want to go food. Everybody goes food. Swiffer. Swiffer. I try to think. That's very funny. <laughs> Swiffer would be pretty good. They're like tied. Now, okay. Swiffer is really good, but I'm like, no, I don't Clorox want to take one. I don't want to Your take Cam's idea now. Um, well, Cam already went. You can take all his ideas you want. Yeah. I'm, I'm 
I put all my money into 3D Doritos. Maybe Swiffer were cleaning shit up. First game. It's a janitor game. Oh, shit. Neil Patrick Harris. Patrick Harris. A dense electronica soundtrack. Yeah. And Swiffer. Yeah, it's like an Cyber janitor Patrick Harris. Cyber janitor. And you're cleaning stuff. It's like... It's like a... Oh, oh yeah. yeah, all right. It's like it's like control and you're backwards jet set radio. Yeah. <clears throat> you're going around, there's other street punks and you're like you're like the anti street punk. Yeah. That Swiffer is like really cool <laughs> for among punks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, what if we got R Pats in there? Ooh, that's he's great. that's he's not a, a bad he's idea. Renaissance. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the AAA. Budget, if you get him but before he's Batman, yeah. he's uh, still maybe affordable. Maybe. He's got maybe. lighthouse money. I was thinking. I was thinking <laughs> it would be funny. That movie uh, did really well, right? Yeah. <laughs> At least on DVD sales. I don't know. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to replace uh, Neil Patrick Harris with Harpets. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh, he's man. good. I, he's... I, I have to remind myself not to call him that on set. Because um, he actually <laughs> hates that. Uh. All right, Alex. I think I I really I was drawn to Kurt Russell and Jif Peanut Butter. God damn, <laughs> dude! Kurt Russell. I'm That's trying to think good. of like what he's even doing now. Is no, I anything? don't know. No, wait, because he was in Guardians two a couple of years ago. So he he's had still, the, like he had the brief Marvel thing. He was in the fast newest Fast and the Furious movies. I didn't know um, that. Oh yeah, wow. he's like the like C- CIA guy or something. That's that gives so them their funny. Missions. It's pretty. I funny. love that. Yeah, um, I know he was in Seven. I don't know if he was in the last couple, but. Um, I think it would be very funny to get the Beatles. Just something, something insane yeah. and expensive. <laughs> something that no one ever can license. Yeah. Like, it's, we're, not, we're not actually doing this, so it's allowed. Yeah, I think you that would just Beatles. be incredibly funny to get one of those beloved, coveted... When um, Apple Arcade decides to make their own video game, and they're like, well, we already own the Beatles. Just put all the Beatles music in there. <laughs> Oh, and that's like it's funny to me because it's so clearly not music that would go with anything, really. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Definitely not gaming. Yeah, and <laughs> I get, I presume Kurt Russell would just be eating peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> Wait, so what's the, what's the game here? <laughs> no, I'm it. trying to like mash this together in my mind of like it's about a guy who is listening to the Beatles <laughs> and eating, eating peanut, peanut butter sandwich. Is this like a you could totally make this like a period piece thing like it's like a guy in the 60s okay. or 70s eating yeah. eating peanut butter. No, it's got to be now. Um, <laughs> right after everyone's talking about get back. <laughs> Half the Beatles are still alive. I don't know if they want to do anything. Uh, well, we'll kill the rest of them. Yeah, <laughs> make it easy. All right, goodbye Paul and Ringo. Again. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, you had a good run. Yeah, you had a good run. Well, let's put them in the game. Oh yeah, those fucks. Ooh, all right. So, can there be a Christmas scene in the game and we play Paul McCarthy's? Yeah, Paul McCarthy. Paul, Paul McCartney's. That's song. what we had to call it. <laughs> we're getting around. That yeah, the what if they come back to you? And they're like, the Beatles were a little much. We got you wings instead. You can have wings. You can still get Kurt Russell and Jeff. Those, right. those are on the table. All right. We can't afford. It. You, can't, no, you, you simply to, ask you for the most it. expensive thing that there is. <laughs> Sorry, you, play his you got song. Skippy, dude. Oh, all right. Well, Skippy's pretty good. You guys bringing up? Can get we get back? Peter Pan, maybe? Oh, Peter Pan, yeah. <laughs> oh. It's crazy that that company makes buses and peanut butter. It's <laughs> so weird. They made a movie. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> right, There's Dove soap and Dove chocolate. You gotta make sure you don't They're eat both the wrong square. one. Yeah. If they They're both so the good. Same, <laughs> <laughs> they do them at the same factory. All right. So. My I for my Hollywood actor, I feel like Lakeith Stanfield is gettable. Oh, I think yeah, I could yeah. definitely get him. For a video game. Yeah. And for my musical artists, I want 
the Mountain Goats, and we're gonna bring this shit down, baby. We are gonna right. we're going down tempo for this game. So Lakeith Stanfield, Mountain Goats, and my uh, branded tie-in is Energizer Batteries. <laughs> All right. So in this, in there. yeah, in this, especially for games, in this post-apocalyptic, I don't know about maybe post-apocalyptic. It's a, it's a shit future, but I don't know if the, the apocalypse happened yet, but you are like, you have, uh, a giant robot that you got to use to like, uh, fight a shit, uh, like a shit war for the future kind of thing. And it's powered by 50 AA batteries. Yeah. You, I was, I was actually you have to go going to find there. and put in <laughs> um, all the batteries. A lot of, uh, like batteries are just like getting like, there's a shortage of them. Like there's a shortage of graphics cards now, mm-hmm. but, uh, because people are selling them for a thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got, uh, you've got an in to get energizer batteries and you were just shoving double A's into your robot. Oh yeah. yeah they're not those large double A's. They're just normal sized double A's. <laughs> Didn't uh, Chibi Robo have a battery sponsorship? I think Duracell was in Chibi it's Robo. Like Duracell, right? Mm. Or is it? And uh, Pikmin Two also has Duracell batteries in oh, it. Yeah. Really? Du- well, Pikmin Two and has Plastic a bunch Pickles, of in it. my yeah. favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Carmex, all the good stuff. Carmex. <laughs> Carmex. I'm sorry. Oh, the the <laughs> chapstick. I don't know. Oh, oh, interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So uh, my very kind of like uh, sad, harsh robot war game. Is going to have that pink fucking Energizer bunny everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's going to destroy the tone. <laughs> and Lakeith Stanfield is going to look up at the the camera like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah, he's going to have serious a he's going to he's going to have a head on shot, and then it's going to reverse, and you're going to see he's looking at an Ener- Energizer billboard inside his mech. Yeah. <laughs> and he eats the batteries. Too. <laughs> well, he needs him to live. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Well, that, I didn't I didn't get to that part of the game yet, but it sucks the juice out. Uh, as you can see, listeners, we're still new to this whole auteur thing, but we're going to talk about somebody who's been doing it for quite a while and is used to getting everything that he wants. Uh, we are going to be talking about Hideo Kojima's, Hideo Kojima's Death Stranding. Yep. There are no flaws in my work. It's the way I intended it to be. It came out exactly as he wanted it. Nobody stopped him. And I'll keep coming. All right. Break time. But I'll keep coming. Anyway, welcome back, everyone, to 
Welcome back, everyone, to Please Don't Cast. So welcome back, everyone, to Please Don't Listen to This. Welcome You're back, everyone. To... The show where we do something different every single week. Everyone and this back. week, we played Kojima Productions, Death Stranding. Cam, this was your episode. This I know you yes. gave us a little introduction at the end of last week. This game took you three years to play. <laughs> yeah, boy, is it a long time coming. I, so, game came out in 2019. Alex played it immediately. I swear this game came out in, like, 2015. Yeah, no, it was semi-recently. It's been hyped since 2015. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. People have been talking about it for 10 years before uh-huh. it came out. Yeah. I, we had, there are we jokes. We didn't know what it was about until there are, Until it came out, <laughs> yeah. no one knew what Literally, it was. There are jokes in the lifetime of this podcast of us making fun of the fact that nobody knew what Death Stranding was going to be about. <laughs> yeah. I think that they it's it would be really funny to just take clips of what we said about Death Stranding and clips of what we said about Cyberpunk and just ju- oh, juxtapose God. them now that we have lived past both of those then things. Then we need to do a Cyberpunk episode. I'll no, that's all right. <laughs> you guys all played it already. I've got, I've got enough to still say about do it. it. Well, they're doing um, a big, 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 big patch or something. Oh, they say that. Soon. Uh, I better play it before they fix anything. <laughs> They've already fixed all of it. No, they haven't. <laughs> anyway, back to it. Besides, I've got the PS4 console version. I'll slip you the good shit. Back to, a, they, they back to a, PC. God, no. a better working game, perhaps. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so I've been... When Alex was playing it, I've always been morbidly curious about this game, but I thought that I would play it for five minutes figure out what it's about and then be like okay i'm not gonna finish this and i ended up that's kind of what happened but i ended up playing Except, this yeah game plot twist every, two, like, two or three years later yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm still playing it it's so i still the way i was playing it was anytime destiny lapsed or whatever and i needed a game to play i would play it do a couple missions and then put it down for another three months and i did that for three years until recently where I got way back into it. I think it was partly the pandemic. I was like, oh, I have time to play video games. So, because I got uh, technically laid off, technically I quit. I don't know. They asked me to come back and I said no, but also I, they told me not to come back before. So that's who's to say. But anyway, I had a lot of time for video games. So I was playing it a lot more. And, you know, everyone was making those funny little comparisons of like, oh, it's like the Death Stranding is, is like right now, where <laughs> we have to rely on service workers and. Mm-hmm. No one will go outside. And we pay them in lights. It came out in November 2019. Yeah. So it was very Right on the cusp, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, it's not a pandemic that kills everyone in the game or anything, but the parallels are definitely There's a stranding, yeah. There's a stranding of sorts, a void out or whatever the fuck. What's the other thing? Oh, no, void out's right. Yes. Anyway, I, I ended up really liking this game, like, a lot, and... Yeah, I'll say. Yeah, a little little too much, maybe. So much that I finally finished it and then immediately started another file that I got maybe basically played half the game again (laughs) after finishing it. And doing, like, I hadn't finished it for so long because I was just doing side quests for like six months. Yeah, they give Mm -hmm. you a very generous, like, okay, wrap up your side quest thing. And you probably spent another like 10 hours just doing leftover stuff. Um, A similar thing I think happens with Skyrim players, which isn't my thing but well everyone i know who plays skyrim is like i finished the main quest once and now all i ever do is like steal people's cabbages (laughs) well i mean that's a phenomenon with a lot of open world games but i think that something an important distinction here is that death stranding while it does in fact have an open world it is not an open world game because i think that those we're not gonna get hold on let me finish my sentence before you (laughs) grow all right right. i think that the open world genre is codified by the ability to 
mess with an environment. Something that you really don't have that kind of control over in Death Stranding. Yeah, you can There's take no, bridges and put ladders and shit, but that's better. Yeah, somebody, like... You can they're, do things to mules. Yeah. Uh, what are you talking about? I'm talking about like, like the okay. In, can you get married? Can can you? You can. There steal is player housing. Can I guess there's sort of player housing. You can build you a little house. You can you can build a tiny underground apartment. I don't know. Like Alex said, who cares? What I well, what I mean by this is that like when somebody's like, yeah, I played Skyrim, but the main quest, uh, who gives a shit about the main quest? Like, the main quest in Death Stranding is is the game, and you need to do it to get side quests because you need to get to anywhere new. You have to do the main yeah, quest. I think the, the distinction between this and most open world games is most open world games are RPGs. You I don't think so. I, I don't think are they are. Sure? Why are we doing this? Well, uh, <laughs> but anyway, like... Name, name an open world game that's... Oh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Okay, never mind. <laughs> you level up in that game. You lift weights. You, you get more strength. Car stats. Yeah. Who cares? Anyway, um, the, the what I got so bogged down in is I just liked the standard mission of this game which i think does happen in a lot of open world games stuff like oh i like going there shooting the guy getting the thing stealing the car bringing it back to the base or whatever just the regular like rigmarole of the game i really really liked i used to not like the combat and i really came around on that even the boss fights I actually like now and like you came around on pretty much the whole experience the, whole thing. the only thing is maybe the story i even yeah. after suggesting it for the podcast and doing all, like playing it twice, I'm skipping all the cutscenes on this run. The way it's meant to be played, I think. Mashing through the text <laughs> and the like, on my dang phone during the ending, not understanding anything that's going on for 45 minutes during the cutscenes. I like my understanding of the story. I like, but I'm sure that <laughs> is like wrong. <laughs> I don't I know. Think well, you have a read. About. That's that's good. <laughs> yeah, I think that it's I, your read of the ending. Is bliss, I, <laughs> I actually do think that that is a very good thing to have on most pieces of art. Is to like yeah. to to not be con too concerned about what the artist is trying to deliver you, and instead think about your interpretation of what's being presented to you on screen. Well, in this game, to me especially, I'm like, oh, well, the thing the artist is trying to convey to me is dumb, and I don't really like it. So I'm just gonna take the pieces of this that I think are yeah, cool. I like. Half of it. Yeah. In that same vein, earlier today, I saw a really thoughtful, well done, like character analysis on Paz from the the three games that she is in of uh, oh okay of uh, Metal Gear. And um, well, three I, games. Oh, okay. So two, two and a half. Two and a half. Five. She is sort of. She's in the demo for five. Um, but anyway, oh, wait, she's that, like that's. I I think that you know, uh, Peace Walker, Ground Zeroes, Five are all are all clumsy in different ways. But uh, you can like really look at what's going on there and be like, okay, these characters came out this way for a reason. This uh, like, and these. You think back on it, and like, there are still things that I think about in, uh, I mean, Metal Gear games, but also, also stuff that's a way less even attempting to be highbrow, like fucking Devil May Cry Three. I think about character moments <laughs> in that, and like, oh well, you know, they these things kind of frame a parallel, and these things work well. And Dante is he is cool, but not in the way that he thinks he is. He's trying so hard to be something else, and he's not, and that's what makes you know, his relationship with his brother is so interesting and you can go back and forth and see all these things. And it's, it's, I really like some things that this game does with its characters and others. I, I'm like, like I'm on my damn handcuff phone, like during the cutscene because I am, I am not handcuffing myself to myself. Yeah. So the fact that to... your phone is handcuffs in this game. It's is a very on the nose. Wow, chef's kiss of like 
Wow, do you get it yet? Like Banksy level. <laughs> anyway, if somehow you don't know, which maybe hopefully you don't, Death Stranding is a video game about people can't be going outside anymore. Except it's for dangerous. Time falls like rain. This one guy can go outside, and so Sam Porter Bridges. He's the one that delivers. Yep, mm -hmm. he's the one that delivers <laughs> in the game. Uh, that's he what works. they say, and they rely on him to deliver stuff and reconnect these people to the internet. Basically, he's it's, hooking up all of their Wi-Fi across it's, America. It's like. <laughs> It's like even more than that because it's like an Ethernet cable out there and plugging them in. It's much. like if you being hooked up to the internet, you didn't just get like shitty spectrum or whatever, but you, instead you got the ability to 3D print a car like it was the yeah. uh, <laughs> fucking. You can uh, download a car. Yeah. You can download a car. You can, you can download a car. You can like make, I don't know, medical supplies and like other things that these people are like making work. Like they, there's a point later on in the game where they specifically say some of the things that they can't print, but it's such a laughably oh, really? small list. We, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, we can't. We haven't figured out pudding yet. We'll get there. So they are connecting to the afterlife and the internet oh, at the boy, same time. Yeah, that's right. And uh, because of this, like, yeah, their version magic... of the internet is cooked up. It hooked up to the yeah, ghosts of dead babies uh, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Also very important. You have a baby that can see the ghost. Your bridge baby, your BB. Who's attached to you in a tube on your chest. Which I still don't... Who can uh, allow you to see the BTs, the the beach things. Right. It's because the mom is It's dead? because the baby is, like, still born, like, in between life and death. So yeah. it can see the alive, th the alive things, you, and the dead things, the BTs. It's actually the dumbest, most simple explanation yes. possible. <laughs> yes. It's just, like, the baby is both dead and alive. Yes. And the mom is dead. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They sure. have still mothers, is what they call yes. them. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So you can like throw pissed grenades at the ghosts, uh, <laughs> and the cars don't work. Most that's like the, the tenth weirdest thing that's in this game. It's actually probably way lower on the list than that. It's like yeah. like the twentieth weirdest thing. You but <laughs> to even attempt at explaining yeah. this game, this is a game where you walk, you deliver packages. Yes, that's all I really wanted. I wanted to give the most simple yes. explanation possible, and so that we weren't burdened with trying to explain any of this at all. So uh, this game, it's a hiking game, it's not important to me. This game has some baggage trip. coming in, yeah. and I'm not just saying that for the sake of a dumb pun. The baggage coming in is that Kojima was, as I was saying in the first segment, uh, fresh off of a messy breakup with uh, Konami. Uh, and during he uh, was known for famously wasting a bunch of people's time and money in a very, in a very spectacular way. <laughs> and he did it on a mass scale by on, releasing this game. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. He did it on a mass scale before that by including Kiefer Sutherland and, uh, and getting uh, Donna Summer to like record this insane, like getting a David Bowie song. Like he, he was doing all of this oh, la yeah. la that time too, where he had... Uh, Tons of money. Did you and ever hear about Metal Gear Solid Five? In a lot of ways, is really interesting as a kind of a proto Death Stranding. Yes, yeah. it is. It's, it's um, a lot of his same idiosyncrasies. It's a lot of the same kinds of things. It's just same a, developmental habits. It's a game that's just about very different stuff. Yes, <laughs> and the pressures are different because yeah. uh, he has to continue this thing that he's done with that he's yeah. been done with for ten years. Yeah, he's like, Metal Gear, and. When Konami firing him, as horrible as it was because it was a cruel thing to do, and obviously Konami has no interest in art or anything resembling it. They're um, doing NFTs now. Shinko is art. <laughs> uh, that, so it's sad for that reason, but it, in a way it was the best thing that could have ever happened to him because Sony immediately snapped him up, they gave him a blank check, and he got to do something that he's been wanting to do for a long time, which was something new. 
Yeah, and, he brought uh, over. Um, he was working with Guillermo, I think, on uh, Silent Hills, yeah, on, right? On PT, yeah, on PTS, yeah. and, and yeah. also Norman Reedus. And also Norman, Norman Reedus. Reedus. Oh, yeah. So, so he kind of like brought what he was doing with that project yes. over. Some, some of the some, some of his some friends of anyway. Yeah, so but he, uh, he not up. really the themes or or a whole lot uh, beyond that. Yeah. But like this was. Uh, instead of making like an action stealth game, he is making very, he wants to say, and in some ways he's right, that this is a new kind of game. Yeah, like I strand game. It's, it used to be laughable to me, but now it actually is like, to me, I'm like, it's this is a unique game and that's why I like it so much. Like I was thinking on the way over, it was like, when you, like I watched There Will Be Blood the other night and it was uh-huh. like, you might also like, and it's like, no, like yeah. <laughs> they're of course not going to be anything even. I, close. The, it's hilarious the the hubris to you say that I'm PTA making stuff. a new genre. It's yeah. the funniest thing. It's like Watanabe yeah. and Cowboy Bebop calling it the work that will become a genre onto itself. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's awesome. like what are you doing, dude? He's, he was so cool. right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, like I was thinking maybe like Journey, like games where you're just about about traversal. Doing, well, yeah, traversal. Yeah. I think what makes Death Stranding interesting is like what we're talking about in that um, this is a man who has been given as much money as God to make this video yeah, game. Fuck. And that makes it interesting and distinct from a lot of other types, other games that do this type of other thing. Strand type People are not allowed to tell him no. Yes. At Konami, they, they were discouraged from doing it, but they were still allowed to tell him no. For example, this is a Metal Gear game, which means a robot has to be in it. So they could say things like that and he would have to listen to them or they would take his engine away, which they did in the end. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> but like any anybody who makes a game about walking is obviously not going to have the kinds of resources that he it's, had well, at his disposal. Right. Here's, here's my example, right? So this is a game about traversal. This is a strand-type game. What he means by strand-type game is mostly about bringing people together in the player sense, which you could argue has already been done in stuff like yeah, Dark Souls. Yeah, I mean, this was that. Dark Souls. Yeah, he's but doing the same online stuff. Also, yeah. the the about like really making you think about how you move your body makes me think of a kind of Bennett Foddy, like uh, getting over it or quap kind of like you are in control of your body. It is obviously not that complicated. Yeah, but, it's basically don't fall over. That's it. Well, yeah. but like to have to even have to like think about how tall the stack of packages is like when i think about if i'm playing like a 3d zelda and i am carrying a giant stone pillars link i am never ever worried about falling over you're not gonna trip out a rock right (laughs) i can i can walk up the stairs carrying a big pillar as link one of the only games where you can trip on a rock yeah this in like the skate games. Yeah, so that's that's more what I mean that kind when of it comes interesting physics based movement. It it is one of the only games where a rock can be intimidating. I really yeah. was. You're you're not. You're. I mean, you are fighting guys if you want to, but you're you're yeah. mostly just fighting. Oh, there's a cliff here. What the fuck do I do? Yeah, I, <laughs> I forgot to bring a ladder. This could doom me. <laughs> I was in the end game too long, and I think I, I talked with you guys about this, but not on pod. I like. I was like, this game, people always talk about how hard it is to move around in this game, and you need to prepare, and you need to do things right. And I was overplaying the end game, doing side quests. I'm like, I don't have to think about that stuff at all. This game's actually really easy. Yeah, I know some of the early reviewers, I think, and early players, like, really early on, didn't have as much, like, stuff that people had laid down Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's another fascinating thing. Because it was so early in, in the lifespan of the game. Yeah, but I mean, I was alluding mostly to like. Yeah, you were already at the end of the unlock curve. You had gotten all of the stuff. You had all the legs, all the vehicles, all the the weight distribution things, the floating carriers. The max level gear, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And I had not only, I would carry with me the all terrain gear and the speed, like speed gear or whatever. 
just because you can carry so much shit in that game once you're at that level. And then so I went back and started the game over. I'm like, oh, it actually is... I fell down a couple times. Yeah, for the first couple hours, you are tripping over shit. Yeah. Absolutely. But it is a game that I really appreciate that it's easy if you just take your time. Like, if you just go the easy way instead of the fast way. You play smart. I have made it hard for myself so many times. (laughs) That Um, Tim Rogers video I I, uh, sent you guys, mm -hmm. he talks about how he needed to finish it for a review. So he was just being an idiot through the whole game, like Mm -hmm. sprinting through rivers and... Mm -hmm falling over shit just beelining it straight to where you needed to go mm-hmm. and if you don't play like that the game makes a lot more sense and is easy but <laughs> it's it's the it's the created difficulty curve of everyone's gonna be like fuck it i'm just going over the rock i'm going over the mountain i don't care i'm not going around it. it's gonna take yeah. too long i walk through rivers but the mountains i'm just kind of like no way like we i have I like go two ladders what's the it's yeah. I, I think that this game especially being positioned i mean breath of the wild was a couple of years earlier but i think right. both of these games kind of solve the problem of a lot of open world games where you do get to a mountain and you can't go over it and you have to go around it and that sucks, and you and nobody likes it. That's why everyone in Skyrim tries to ride the horse up the mountain, and it works because that game's broken. But, but all right, all right, switch gears. Maybe a different example. But it's it's a real <laughs> elemental thing with big exploration based video games. Is like, oh, I I want to go over this mountain, and and this yeah. game gives you the tools to it's do that it. Famous Todd Howard quote: "See that mountain, you can climb it." And it's, it's like, can I, Todd? Really, can I? Every game I like. Is because the traversal is fun. Yeah. That's oh yeah. Always the answer to making this, a game it's, fun. It's it's weighty and physicsy here. On um, uh, Warframe was oh, yeah. Yeah. Go yeah fast. That's why I play it too. I think of Mario Odyssey as one of those big examples. Mm-hmm. I think running around and Bing Bing Wahooing all over the oh, place is fun to do. <laughs> when, when he does the Wahoo, I love when oh. he goes Bing. <laughs> but yeah, let's get into more personal. Um, all right. Yeah. Seb, I know you had the least time with it because you okay. didn't play, start playing it three years in advance. Yeah. So why <laughs> you didn't play this when it came out? <laughs> PS4. Um, actually, I think at that point I did. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I played. I got into the third chapter, so I'm in the like the second the third, area. The third, third chapter of what? Fifteen chapters? Uh, yes. Yeah. But that's that's kind of a cheating thing, right there. That's the No More Heroes two thing I was talking about the other week, where this game has fifteen chapters, but. Chapters one through six are fully fleshed out with a lot of deliveries, and then seven through fifteen is like one order per. Uh, it's like one order and a lot of cutscenes separating the rest of them. It can be almost. I think one chapter is just one cutscene, and then it yeah. was yes, like, yes, I, I believe that is the case. A joke in a way, but I, I don't know. I think with I'm that on, guy, I, there's no telling. I'm on like seven hours of it or something like that. That's pretty um, good. Yeah. yeah. Oh so, yeah, that's more than enough. Yeah. But chapter three is where it kind of gets fun. Yeah, um, like, <laughs> so at the beginning, you've got, like, fucking nothing. You lost your bike, the really cool bike, and I, I remember oh, telling really these guys... really great illustrative thing like to that. be like, all right, here's how all your... Here's how, how you're cool going to lose all your shit. He gets metroided, yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, see this bike? See how cool he looks? No, fuck you. Fuck you, walk. Yeah. You'll get it. Um, yeah, but yeah, so you end up getting another bike later, and it... it kind of sucks but anyway. you get um, infinite bikes left by other players yeah um, stank dick 83's reverse train <laughs> so, i had a really big laugh every time i uh saw somebody in a public garage and this happened enough times that it was just really making me laugh i should have taken pictures with ps4 share but like i would i would oh, get somebody's fuck. vehicle in the share garage and it would be the fucking ava 01 colors green yeah, purple, oh, yeah. everybody green purple <laughs> orange highlights <laughs> and so every funny, time right. I forgot how many times I've seen that. Oh my god, it happened so many times. Is and like, 
default colorway? Or you no, you, you get to, itself? so you get like the yeah, option to color you your vehicles okay. after you fabricate them. Uh, at, like a, at a certain point in the game, I think you might have to do some extra mission for it. I, 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 I definitely too. saw people trying to do budget Acura bikes too. Yeah. A oh, lot yes, of the red. <laughs> I didn't see like I I didn't see that nearly as much as I saw. There's so just so many Ava O's. <laughs> That's really funny. Those are the two though. But anyway, yeah, so yeah, the bike um, is cool. Yeah, so yeah, the bike made things so much easier once I got it. Um, and I think you guys were like telling me like, no, you don't want the bike. I'm like, no, I want the bike. And Kim I want is kind of hardline on these vehicles are not very good. I kind of turned around though, but I had built because all those roads. Honestly, you know? yeah, yeah. Okay, so even without the roads, I like the bike better because when you're playing as Sam and you don't have the power legs, he controls like a horse. Yeah, in, he in does. Another game. He controls like Pikachu and Hey You Pikachu. He I like that. To you. <laughs> I, you have to I, convince I, him hey, to go the right yeah. way. I like it a lot because they're trying to do like. It's a sense that they cannot possibly give you unless they had an insane rumble controller that Nintendo is too cowardly to make. Um, <laughs> the ice but equilibrium <laughs> is something that you can't show the player. Like you can, you know, display sound and and uh, visuals to them, but you can't like be like, oh, you're up balance. Correct. Like if you're holding a box, a pizza box, well, they have to in do the hand. Tony Hawk thing. With yeah, the, yeah, exactly. The meter. <laughs> but yeah. even that, you like don't feel like you're falling over right. yourself. So they have to try and work extra hard to be like balance yourself momentum is so yeah. important in the early and, and they really um i think they succeed in that which is why i was so annoyed yep um, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the game oh this um, works fuck yeah but like once i, like I got it. the bike i could load shit onto it and yeah. i'm like okay not only do i not have to walk but i'm not falling over because that shit's not on my back yeah um it's just like real life getting a car you can put stuff in it and go farther. It's so realistic. It's solving yeah. logistics problems in real life. Um, yes. And I saw some cars in the game, and I, I bet you get you get a truck later or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. I forget what they, they have a funny way. name for it. Um, you can drive a car. Yeah, they're yeah, fun. Reverse car. Yeah. <laughs> um, Long range truck. You can also hit the mules with the car. That's which apparently good. doesn't kill them. It only yes. knocks them out. It's that's a very yeah. Batman Arkham Arkham Knight solution. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Shoot him with your bat okay. guns. Yeah, uh, the rubber bullets <laughs> went through his skull. All right. Um, so yeah, gameplay. I found it like after um, getting over the the whole like, why the fuck does this man move like a horse? He's he like. <laughs> His turns are so goddamn wide and shit like that. I mean, especially when you're carrying a whole bunch of stuff. Once I got over that and I just started kind of like walking places, it can be kind of meditative. Um, yeah, that, so that was I'm my just, main takeaway. Yeah, too. I'm just kind of like, oh yeah, I'm going. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, and then I can listen to something else. I didn't actually listen to anything else while I was playing because nobody would leave me the fuck alone. You have tools. Okay. Sam, I'm going to need you to recommit America. If you can do it by the end of this week, that'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> There'd be 10 extra likes in it for you. Watch out for that. Sam, I know you I just incinerated it. your own mother, but I'm here to tell you can that you I have a job for, for me. you. Watch out for those BTs. It's so bad. It's like they never shut up. And then the tips on the screen, I couldn't the figure out. The tips are like, so obnoxious. I was, my mind. Yeah, I was like, you already told me this 15 times. I've done this Sam, 15 water times. water is a combination yeah. of hydrogen and oxygen that you can use to no, replenish you, your stamina. You can't, you can't even, even fucking like turn it off. Yeah, it takes like, up like 25% of the screen. It's so yeah, annoying. And I don't know, um, like, there's an option to turn off, like, um, prompt, like, command prompts. But I'm like, yeah. no, I want that because I'm going to forget what buttons I'm supposed to be pressing for yeah. stuff. Because there's, like... 
I think that's almost hard mode because they tell you like when you should lean. Yeah. yeah. With the button prompts. Yeah. So you walk up to a terminal. Like I always forget which button because it changes. Yeah. Like some of them is hold square. Yeah. Some um, is hold the options. Watch, yeah. The, the, the um, structures like, are option, and I'm like, yeah. I still view option as like start select start, button. Yeah. yeah. But I'm Kojima like, is I... so big brain. <laughs> That he uses. He the dares to make you have to press a different button. I love that the idea that the touchpad likes somebody else's shit when it shows yeah. up on the chiral it's network. It's actually genius. like while it, while while we brought it up, I want to talk about it for a couple seconds if that's yeah. all right. Uh, I I think it is like one of the coolest systems in this game. Actually, the fact that they have everything, you know, it's obviously a social media thing. Having like uh, being able to like someone's structure or Her hologram phone is literally a pair of handcuffs. Yeah, to send to send them a like is like obviously a bit of commentary or whatever on on social media and how much it has taken over all of our lives or whatever. But as a gameplay system, it's incredibly fun because. In, you know, I'm, most of my experience with this kind of a thing is Dark Souls because they have, it's one of the only other games that does this kind of always online, you're linked up to other people's worlds thing. And that game will Look let ahead, you... ahead, but pull. <laughs> yeah. And that game will let you <laughs> rate other people's drink, messages. So if someone puts a message down where it says, yeah, try looking butthole, <laughs> you're like, oh, I like this. You have to, you know, push a menu, go into the thing, I and honestly, then you can rate it up. I honestly think that Twitter should be replaced with that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, in you can put down a sign and they'll just put like an up arrow like at the, at the bottom of the stairs. I'm like, ah, yes, I have to go up the stairs. Nick but is like lower the character limit to like 20. Yeah, well, that's what I, I I don't think you should lower the character limit. I think they should have pre-select yeah. words that you yeah. need to pick from because I think it'll encourage creativity. Oh, like but, that's yeah, like no, a monkey's typewriter. Yeah. Actually, like, I like eventually. that in Animal Crossing for the, for your IDs. I yeah, have yeah. Um, self-possessed ghost as my thing in Animal Crossing right now. But yeah. in, I had so-called chosen one or something. In Death Stranding. I, I really like the system because in order to award someone for a message that you like or a bridge that you use or whatever, uh, you will you can just feverishly mash the PS4 touchpad to give them as many likes as you can fit in within a certain window. It's yeah. so tactile. It's incredibly fun. And I did it almost every time I passed somebody's thing. One of the thing. biggest pops I had was that on a little post-mission screen when my rank increased, not because my rank increased, although I was like uh, obnoxiously <laughs> proud about that. It would, no. What I actually liked was it like we have increased the amount of likes you are able to send per structure and I'm like woo yeah (laughs) baby I'm gonna send him 100 likes now it's like oh you know thank you so much player for putting this bridge up it really came in handy and now I can just be like oh let me let me send you all these fucking likes let me just (laughs) while I'm on this ladder that you graciously put for me on this cliffside I'm gonna smash that touchpad absolutely obliterate that like button a little message that pops up on like if you put a structure somewhere there's a message that pops up someone used a thing you you put down yeah, you get the like, automatic feedback. It. I helped them. Oh. <laughs> Which is, I actually appreciate that about this game is that it's not like one of those things where somebody can say something shitty like, oh, thanks, asshole, or something like that. Like It's like you are helping other people. Like, yeah, it, you it's, are helping other people complete this game. Yeah, yeah. it's and a completely it, positive experience yeah. all the way through. And no. you can see when pe- other people are playing, like there's um, the cairns that show up, which is where other players are resting Yeah. Um, as you're playing the game yeah um and then the more people that rest there the bigger the cairn gets yeah <laughs> um or there's you can press your touchpad and sam will like shout like hello anybody yeah. Yeah. you can do I, mario i accidentally did that a hundred times yeah um, i i had him say um uh one, one time he said i'm sam and then somebody else was like hey me too <laughs> <laughs> weird but yeah it's weird um and 
I, I thought that was kind of cool, and I was trying to piece together the story after that. I was like, uh, there's a multiverse, what? and then there's another Sam in the multiverse. I don't really know how much they go into the I into think that, that they stuff. Kind of really. say people are inspired by you. Like there yeah, are other well, deliveries. There are people. other porters. You're not the only one out there, yeah. and so it's like other porters are doing this too. So their structures are up on the chiral network. Right. And that's Sam, why when Sam it rains, when, it, when there's time fall, the structures go away so the new ones can come up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But real quick while we're, while we're on it, um, because I played this game in such an asinine way of, over the course of three years, it actually, I got to see, like, oh, now it's, it was easier every time because there's more structures built up. Like, yeah. From when you were, all, I think, all, yeah, all the sickos had already done everything. Yeah, <laughs> like when I got to the the snowy mountain area with the zip lines, like they, oh, there's zip lines everywhere already. Like <laughs> I only need to build one and it'll connect this whole thing, and that's what makes the game so much fun. I was never like, well, actually, occasionally I was like, well, it is kind of fun to walk up this mountain. You I, know, I like was... oh, I want to say the therapeutic thing. Um, another thing that's great about this game is there are every single button does this another stupid fucking thing. Like he uses the whole controller, yeah, but I, I do love that. the UI is so minimalistic. It's just tiny, tiny things in the bottom corners of the screen. Yeah, your health bar pops up next to you, and it's so small it's unreadable. Dude, I, I, <laughs> it's um, just you I and this beautiful the... landscape is the screen. Yeah, most but of the time. thing is, even like when you have a, a menu screen pop up or oh, the God. stats screen, yeah, the text is so fucking small, and my TV's like over on the wall. You want like, to hear I'm some a... real bad news? What's up? They patched the text to be bigger. It used really? to be smaller than I, that. I, I, <laughs> see, the thing is, I, I put on the To, to me, that's just signaling, oh, well, this is all nonsense. You wouldn't want to read it anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, the thing is, when I am trying to read something, my eyes bug out, and even though I, like, I, um... Ambiguous the text um, in the menu. I, I forgot how Sam's to. Sam's out there reading it like a book. Yeah, I was like. The, they certainly give you enough goddamn text. Yeah. <laughs> I made it bigger. And it was still so fucking small. I'm like, man. Oh, okay. So that's what it is. They added the option to make it bigger. Yeah, so you saw both versions then. Yeah. The, I mean, the really tiny version was like, I'm like leaning, I'm squinting. It's and, and I didn't want to turn on the large text because I was like, my eyes aren't that bad. I'm not that bad. <laughs> You're in denial. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then I turned on the bigger text and I'm like, I, I still I can't, can't fucking see. read this. So it's their fault. It's not you. Uh, like, it was, a, it was an artistic it, choice. Kojima's a genius. There's so much text on the screen. part of that. Yeah. Like, I think the cargo screen and the Mission finish screen are intentionally throwing so much useless stats at you. I have no yeah. idea what's going on. Yeah, I think it's yeah, to I just be like, look at all. It's like yeah. when you're watching Evangelion and like the screen comes up and it's there's like, the text isn't even Magi, Japanese, right? Yeah, it's just like, like nonsense. Absolute like terror field. Yeah. Fun to look at. They're like, hacking yeah. into the matrix anytime you finish a mission. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's, it actually doesn't. It's matter. so bad. Um, but yeah, it, it hurt my fucking eyes, and I have an eye doctor's appointment in a couple weeks. You're going to blame it on Death like, Stranding? I'm just going to be like, <laughs> Doc, I can't read Death Stranding's <laughs> menus. It's like, don't worry, you know, a lot of people have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're the third person I've seen this week. Yeah, so that that was really frustrating, just the, the interface and stuff like that. I'm trying to think of a Pagliacci um, joke about making the text bigger. <laughs> no, yeah, it's okay, doctor, Sam, just I make the text, text bigger. But doctor, I am Kojima. But doctor, I already changed the settings. <laughs> Uh, uh, anyway, so yeah, that's the, the interface was annoying, but you know what? The gameplay, like eventually, I I started liking it. Um, the BTs were really fucking annoying until I got my P grenades, um, <laughs> and that, and, and even then, like I'll try to be like walking away from them, and then they pull me under, and I'm like, I'll, I just started letting them do that so that I uh, could just fucking kill the things, and then everything's oh, better. Okay. Um, I so, definitely didn't treat it that way. <laughs> 
Yeah, you can sense them and kill them before they you, pull you down. Yeah, but I, I didn't know like, you could yeah. stealth kill them, or like, oh, you can yeah. explicitly stealth kill them later. But I didn't know that you could throw a like a blood grenade right on them before you triggered the actual boss fight with mm-hmm. them. Yeah, you can, but it's <clears throat> annoying. Like, I, yeah. it's harder to target them, I, so I just kept letting them do it. That's I what I was would, talking uh, about earlier. With like, it's if you take the long and annoying path. I would the use game's the, easy, but if you you know like anyone would, you're like, ah, oh, fuck it. If <laughs> I was in a, a, a certain kind of bad situation, I would literally be like, all right, what is my plot? What is what? In what way can I plot a route that I do not have to go through the BTs? Or like, yeah. there's the one. You I don't know if you guys made it. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember the murder forest. Uh, oh yeah, Seb, I, very, yeah. very, very oh, prominent I hated that area shit, early. Oh, I didn't man. have the grenades yet. Um, uh, so. It's so funny. It it's fucking it's, it's, everywhere. It almost kind of reminds me of like the, the catacombs shit in Dark Souls where it's like, we're going to funnel you into a path that the characters in this game are using as a trap to kill you. Yeah. So yeah. here, it's here's... It's definitely yeah. intentional. Yeah. But in the game, you can also use your brain. If you don't just follow <laughs> the air, follow the waypoint directly into danger, you can use your human brain to get out of this situation. One of the features of Death Stranding is you can use your brain. <laughs> like some other but groups. you don't have to. You don't you have, have to. to. No, <laughs> no, that, no, no, no. That might be easier if you don't, yeah. actually. Okay. Speaking Much of faster. using your brain, so, okay. The story. I was just perpetually confused. Like, I started, like, warming up to the gameplay, but I was so confused the entire time. Like, I, last week I was, like, starting to play the game, and I was talking to these guys, and they, like... They were like, how are you liking it so far? I'm like, I don't hate it, but I'm confused. Yeah. I was so confused. Nothing made sense. I played games for the story, and this is just so... You don't want to play this game for the story. It's Stay like, far, A, ham-fisted about, like, human connection and get off your damn phone and lycotocin, which is a, an actual, like, brain chemical they made up for the game that's pretty much just dopamine, which is, like, you get it when people like your shit. Um, it's just like, like, it talks about the afterlife, and everybody has a beach, and there's whales and the seam and the chiral network. The chiral network. Dooms, which... dooms. Sam, you have dooms. <laughs> yeah, I... Void outs. Void outs is one oh, of my God, favorite things. Oh God, it doesn't make any fucking get. sense at all. And so then we're in the mur- murder force, right? Like I had noticed, I had been thinking about the time fall, and I was like, oh, all the trees and shit are gone, probably because the time fall made them all rot and shit, and there's like no more. So all that grows is like things that grow really fast, like grass. There's, there's like a whole forest. I don't know what the rest of the game looks like. There's a whole forest. I'm like, how come when the time fall falls, it doesn't rot away the trees? Why are the Whatever trees still it here? Is, I think it has to do with the wind farm and Jake Wind. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow Jake Wind there are, is making... God, yeah, the there man at the weather back. station, a Henry Weather. <laughs> Henry Weather. <laughs> what I would say to that, and uh, don't worry about it because I might even be wrong, or uh, I think that what they're going for there is that the forest is all stuff that can live for a long time, like uh, like pine trees and evergreens and stuff like that, and stuff that can last for a long. Cargo. Yeah. Like which is like. Well, plastic. I think it's it's like it's a gameplay stuff. system that they try like halfway try to put into the universe as a real as a thing that exists in the story, because like yeah. Timefall is a system that makes it so that you have to repair repair objects in the world or that it will swap out stuff yeah, it really when just, also it gets metals degraded. And metals and plastics and stuff degrade way faster than a fucking pine tree. Yeah. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. Plastic? A lot of plastic. Okay, plastic, plastic is bad example. Ever. But a lot of trees are still out there. <laughs> there are a lot of trees. Nah, uh, there are less and less of them, I think. <laughs> oh, no. hey, well, um, like, I don't have a fucking argument about, about, s- about that with a guy at... AC more one time. Oh, yeah. While we're like, talking about stupid um, mechanics, did you any? I'm sure Nick didn't, and I don't think Seb got far enough. But did you guys cause any void outs in no. the game? It's Aside something no, I, I never made the Is choice it? to kill someone yeah, with a real that's gun. What I'm saying. Neither <laughs> yeah. I. All of us just didn't shoot well, a guy. I, I was 
taking it. I thought it, I would get the the Metal Gear Solid Three like game over screen if I did that. I don't. I think if you shoot someone with a gun, it causes a little crater. Yeah, in, like, that's the a, world. I didn't want to do. I, I, I didn't think it was like a exactly. Yeah. Like Die Hard <laughs> like, Man explicitly says, please like, don't shoot please someone do with not, a gun. Please don't murder anyone, no matter how badly they're pissing you off, because void outs are what caused this situation in yeah. the first place. Yeah, because they even. Um, the, the mules, they kind of try to take a sympathetic angle with them. Like, even though yeah. they're like, oh, they're terrorists, oh, they're horrible, but they're kind of, but they also kind of explain them away like, oh, well, they don't know any better. They're, they're addicted to yeah. packages. They were trying to do good at one point, and yeah. now they've done too much good, so they're yeah. addicted to doing good, I think it, which it, is it, now bad. The, <laughs> the concept of Void Out is interesting. I think it is like a, it's a two birds with one stone of like Kojima's two favorite things is like, Oh, like don't kill anyone, and um, killing someone makes a nuke. My other favorite thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so I, like the whole game seems to be about human connection. You got to reconnect America. I don't know if he knows. Like I feel like America. <laughs> How far the East Coast is from the okay. rest of the okay. Obviously, yeah. that's a logistics I thing. Know, the whole game is logistics. It's so, so you... funny to play for an hour and I'm halfway across America. <laughs> yeah, so, like, he like he uses terms that I'm like, did you really look into... Like, obviously, Bridges has, like, explicitly the post office, like, the postal mm-hmm. system colors. Like, explicitly, yeah. that's very intentional. Mm-hmm. But he also says... Like stuff like reconstructionists. It's gonna make America like, whole again. Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> reconstruction era, the reconstruction movement. I'm like, did, does Same. he know about the reconstruction movement? Post you have to restore War? America's whole. But maybe <laughs> it's intentional. That no, the no. characters don't no. know. Here's here's so this is what They're I said to Seb when we were talking about this earlier in the week is that uh, the the reconstruction period in American history is obviously a, a bloody and uh, a fraught. Uh, time in our history mm. but when Kojima says reconstruction he likes the word because they are literally reconstructing things yeah I know he's, that's it, what that, that's, yeah, that's yeah, what exactly. I'm saying is the, that so, he doesn't know the connotation even though he's making the whole thing about yes. America or he doesn't care he, it doesn't he matter doesn't the connotation doesn't Which matter to him because so yeah. the eternal care. loop of he doesn't get it or he gets it too much yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. and neither it's one like uh, matters yeah. <laughs> alright yeah. alright this is the this is the note to Nick to cut this pointless argument that I started no from, it's part of the it's part of the show it makes sense to do uh, the show it's not yeah, about he, he just does all this open stuff. world games and there's also a lot of people who are like I don't give a fuck about America anymore it's, it hasn't even been like there's people who are still alive from the time America was around yeah. I'm like nobody would be actually like right that now. <laughs> but the thing is I mean obviously you've got your like doomsday preppers and shit like that but like if people are if America is still within living memory there's gonna be people who are like I want America back but then there's like other people like in this game there's a lot of people in the game who are like I don't give a fuck they're just kind of giving up on it I guess so but, th- but they're also kind of like Fuck being able to do shit. Yeah. And have let, let me die. How long have we been living in the post apocalypse, Seth? Um sixty years. <laughs> yeah. That's an interesting definition. <laughs> right. I guess I I suppose I can't Everyone go any further with this argument. Entitled to their own opinion of when the world ended. <laughs> my in my opinion it was after fire. <laughs> we were all that, down uh, after the wheel it was like, come on, <laughs> let's pack it in. Man was not meant to move this fast. <laughs> I know that you have uh, lots of problems with the story set, but did you have a favorite character? That you have a lot. Of, um, you have a bunch of little little side weirdos in this game. Yeah, yeah uh, I didn't. I a lot of freaks that blow up your codex. Um, well, I mean, Hick- you met Die Hard Man and Dead Man. Is Die Hard Man is fucking like annoying. I hate him. Man. Yeah, um, no one likes him. Die really hard. Um, for all I care. Yeah. Um, well, it's too Yero hard for him annoying. to die. Actually, it's very hard for him to die, but. <laughs> 
I would like him to die very hard because he won't shut the fuck up. It doesn't matter. I'll um, do it. And the same with uh, Guillermo. Sam, you um, remember how to walk, don't you? You put one left foot in front of the right foot, <laughs> and then you continue the process the with the other foot. God. You're doing I'll call great. You every uh, hour on the hour to tell you how to carry a package. Um, Sam is fine. He's fine. Like he's he's your like silent protag. Um, yeah. Do they uh, do the? Uh, they didn't pay him enough to talk, unfortunately. Yeah. Yes. You, I don't think you can. Uh, BB BB's cute. BB's not really a character. BB's a BB's a fucking object, and I'm like, that's a literal human child. Oh man. They they I, they do a little bit with it. Seb, yeah. Not to not to be that guy, but. The, these are the themes of the game that they go into explicitly because okay. they, they do not leave anything implicit ever. Okay, like, <laughs> so far they've far be it from this game to not talk about it. And he is I'm, a tool at the beginning, of the game, but yeah. he, he gets fleshed out a lot. Yeah, like he's got memories and shit, and that's why I'm like, why are the other characters acting like this? BB, when you grow up, I'm going to show you all of the Star Wars films in chronological order. <laughs> no, <laughs> Cliff, no. You get into basically um, a three dad custody battle with BT or BB uh, with, with BB and well, Dead so Man and yeah, Sam's Dad, Cliff, dead man and Mads yeah, yeah. yeah. I like Unger Dead Man is like uh, he, he like, doesn't want to give you BB back yeah he's adorable like, I'm running some experiments on this child you've become attached to and then I accidentally became attached to it and then do you know like, how that happens <laughs> Sam my next experiment is Goo Goo Gaga <laughs> look at the jiggling keys I think I want to go inside there next <laughs> <laughs> so, characters, um, Emily is fine. Uh, Emily. she's very red. Like, her, her, she she's sure extremely is. red. Like, most of the game is fairly Amerigo red, Vespucci Strand. Emily. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like Fragile. She's, she's intriguing. And then Higgs, I've only met him once, but, like, despite me, like recently finding out who the fuck Troy Baker is and so out. he's into NFTs yeah. now he, he, and oh, he's working with a company yeah. so he's working with a company that wants to make AI to replace voice actors right which is exactly the exact same as his evil plan in this game and, uh, <laughs> what he's a voice actor in real life well he um, doesn't want to be anymore it seems I, I think Higgs character design so makes up for everything else about him that I like him a lot. No, I actually, no, I, really I agree. Like, the uh, coolest Higgs looking guy. <laughs> when, when Higgs was he not on screen, cool. I'm like, why isn't everybody talking yeah, about yeah, Higgs? Yeah, where's Higgs? I'm always yeah, the God Particle. The one who's talking about it, it was uh, the God fragile. Particle. <laughs> yeah, and you, you, when you get into I'm their fragile, backstory, I actually... But I'm not really, that fragile. I actually really like their story. Yeah. But um, Higgs is like... We've talked about my love of like the Shadow the Hedgehog evil counterpart character like he is you he has his own bb he's got his own stupid little otter deck otter deck of course <laughs> uh he's got the fucking uh pharaoh headdress yeah. the black and gold color scheme he's got a gold mask which is kind of it's the mat like he's kind of mirroring die hard man's look with the, yeah. the with the skull face mask and then he has a cool like green goblin he can teleport like fragile yeah and he's like but he and he's got control BTs. Right. Yeah. And he's got dooms like Sam, except he's way better about it. Yeah. <laughs> you have dooms. Yeah, Sam, Sam has like base I've got dooms. I got dooms. I got dooms, Sam. Which means I'm your video game boss battle here. Yeah. So that that was fun. And actually beating that BT was really fun because it, you know, it brings in all the like water at you and then it's like trying to get you and you you you're just like, I don't want shit to blow up again. Yep. So you, you only have to do that fourteen more times throughout the game. That's fine. <laughs> that's I'm playing on very easy. They did, yes. they did it sparingly oh, enough yeah. that I was actually excited when it happened. Except for the last time they did it yeah. where I was so mm. underprepared that I'm like, oh, oh yeah. fuck. Yeah. I was ready, dude, with the I, quadruple I playing... rocket launcher and the grenade launcher. <laughs> I was playing on regular easy before and then I stopped caring whether I had 
any cha challenge at all because it was just making things more frustrating. What does that fix? I think it mostly is about your cargo. Um, yeah, it's like your cargo does barely takes any damage, yeah. and your enemy. I was actually looking this up last night because I was like, uh, I died enough uh, at one one thing at the end of the game that I got the have you looked at the difficulty set settings thing. Can we and put I the went, chicken hat on you? Uh, well, <laughs> I, I was like, I actually didn't even realize that this game had difficulty settings. Like, of course it does. Like, I just didn't remember selecting it at the beginning of the game. So I went and looked to see like what the spectrum was. They've got the the five difficulty thing of like very easy, easy, normal, hard, and um, I was looking at it and I'm like. What does it change? Like, I, I went and looked it up because I, I realized that that was something that I hadn't thought about since the beginning of the game. Because in my mind, the difficulty selection for this game is like, do I take the straight route or do I take that's, the... That's, I think, what makes this game so good is the only thing I could think of is, like, raise your health lower enemy health. Yeah. Right? And yeah. then that game is much easier. Yeah, enemies block less when you're trying to smack them with rare earth metals. Because, like, <laughs> I rarely ever destroyed a package by falling down too much or something. Mm -hmm. It was only when I forgot well, I my think container. Even, even on, like, hard mode, that shit is not. It is. I, it, it's, I think a lot of the delivery stuff, a lot I of the cargo a restrictions. I down a ravine, and it was one of the most devastating <laughs> moments in my life. A lot of that stuff is, is balanced to be easy, I think, intentionally, because the game is all delivering stuff by volume, and they want it to feel good good when you deliver something not feel bad because you took you know it took 25 percent damage uh hands up who uh drove multiple vehicles in the same ravine right outside <laughs> of, uh, well if you drive enough of them there it'll <laughs> it'll make a bridge it'll pile them up <laughs> it's it I seriously is mind. like a vehicle sized ravine yeah. it's not very big which means that if you're on foot you can literally jump over it and it's all it takes to not drive a vehicle into this tiny gap I've in the earth. Fallen this into fissure. so many crevasses. All it takes to not fall, drive your vehicle into this gap in the earth is to literally have your camera angled slightly upward so that you can see when it's coming. And I still did it like five times. <laughs> I don't think that ever happened. Really. I don't know. Oh man, maybe it's just we did it enough for for the, all, the yeah, I did it enough for everyone. That Doug uh -huh. video where he tries you, to drive the truck over the ladders is hysterical. Okay, you guys it's watch that? Let me finish up and throw this to somebody else. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, I didn't hate my time with the game. I'm not sure. Like, I, I am kind of tempted to finish it just to see where it goes. But I don't know it that really, I care enough. It really yeah. is like, yeah. a, That's fine. like a snowball effect of, like, the more stuff that they add, the more that they ask you to do, the, the harsher terrain the deliveries take you through. I found I was getting, like, thinking about it more and getting more wrapped up mm -hmm. in it. And when I go just one more delivery, I'm not thinking about the complications I'm going to run into along yeah, the way. Yeah, I was starting to do that last night. And then I was like, yeah, but do I really feel that sense of reward when I finish that delivery? Not really. I just feel like, a okay, next one. Like, I don't really feel the reward. It's just a, a screen with a weird star on it. <laughs> oh, I love um, a screen with a weird star on it. <laughs> weird star but, get big, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that I played it just to know what, you know, everyone's talking about. Like, what the deal is. Like, I understand why people hate it. I understand why people love it. I, I don't understand why people are like Kojima's a genius the, the writing in this story is amazing because it's fucking not anyone who says that. Kojima's a genius you're like mm, come on I yeah. think he's a genius but not because of the story no he's, <laughs> he's one of the most ham-fisted writers I've ever like some next to David Cage games. he might be the, one of the most ham-fisted writers of course not just him I think he yeah. got to keep like a lot of the people that he worked with at Konami I think they, they a lot of them jumped ship with him yeah. Once, uh, I guess, do you, can you say jump ship if he got fired? Like, is that still like I'm allowed to say? It's like so if someone told you to get off the Titanic, it's fine. <laughs> it's, fine. Uh, well, it's but, like how you say it was mutual when you get broken up on. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, I'm gonna throw it 
throw to you because oh. you're to my left. All right. Um, me being to Seb's left, I'm going to go next. Yeah. Um, Cam is to my right, and this is his episode. Yeah, so, it's it's, you have it's incredibly good to me that... Right. We're doing this episode on Death Stranding, and it wasn't my ch- like it wasn't my episode. I'm glad I beat you to it. Somehow. It's uh, it only took I, three years. Well, it's just funny to me that like to to me, this was a game that I played the entirety of when it came out, enjoyed yeah. well enough, but really haven't thought too much about since then. <laughs> I then promptly lent it to Cam, who wanted to play it, and then he held on to my copy of the game for three years until you moved into it. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and I, I would like to add a, an extra wrinkle that doesn't actually matter that much into this, yeah. which is that uh, I had um, asked to borrow it once Alex was done, she and I games. did. I had it for what two weeks, maybe. I had I was able to play one session of it, and then Cam said, "Can I try it?" And I'm like, I was thinking on my past oh. experiences with Cam having a game. Where he, like like he said he thought he was going to do, he played it for five minutes and then never touched it again. <laughs> so I am like, sure, Cam, you can try it. I'm sure I'll be able to get back to this relatively soon. And yeah. every time I was like, hey, so are you done with Death Stranding? He's like, no, I like it. I, I want to hold on to it. And I was very foolish in that I didn't think this was going to last for three years. So I actually didn't get to play this game until... I caught the uh, novel coronavirus a couple weeks ago when Cam, instead of handing me the, Alex's copy of the game, bought a new one to give to me <laughs> so that he could continue going on to play Alex's Truly copy of the game. <laughs> yeah, I, I completely forgot about that. But yeah, Alex but, is the only one I knew who had played this game. Which is and I, I was, thing. I kind of in in the lead up to this game, I was, I was excited for it. I was interested in playing this because. Uh, I'm a Metal Gear fan. I played all the games. I like I, I like Kojima well enough. I, it's fun to dunk on him because he does a lot of stupid shit and a lot of the stuff he writes makes no sense. Um, but I do think he's genuinely a very talented um, video game guy, and I was interested to see what he what the first thing he did after being free of Metal Gear was. Yeah. And uh, all of the marketing for this game was so genius. It was all really cryptic. You had no idea what the game was. I had no idea yeah. what the game was. I, I, after I bought it, I was bringing it home and I didn't know what the they game really was. They really would not like. You think the the final trailer? <laughs> I know he told us the whole time, <laughs> but we were we didn't know. Like and like even there the are... final trailer. Just I I watched. I was watching all the trailers because I wanted to figure it out. The final trailer just doesn't show you anything. <laughs> I respect that a lot because the trailers are made for the love of the game. They're made for the, the art of making a trailer as opposed to... And yeah, they're trying to sell you on the game. And if I'm honest, I was sold by the time they did the second trailer when they have Mads in the weird World War One situation and uh, Guillermo del Toro holding a baby in a, a, baby in a bottle yeah. uh, and running through a weird inked up World War One where everybody's got ink falling out of their eye sockets yeah. and ink coming out of their mouths and Mads Mikkelsen materializes a cigarette smokes oh, it so cool. and then does the uh, does the like shush gesture <laughs> yeah. without saying anything and I'm like oh my god that is so cool I cannot wait to see what this game is about and in the context of the game that scenario is still very cool it when that happens on that yeah. somehow yeah. And what's really crazy is that they don't blow some of the biggest surprises that they have in the in the trailers. There's some stuff that I was had happened to me in this game where I'm like, if Kojima had showed me this image, I would have fucking lost it. Yeah. And, and I would have probably purchased the game instead of waiting three years to bum it off of one of my friends. <laughs> but I I think it, like But you did purchase the game. Did, didn't you? No. 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 No.
studios and game developers where I would just buy a video game that they made on faith. And I think Kojima is one of those people. I think like I was interested in what he was what he was doing with said Death Stranding, even though I knew nothing about it. I wanted even if to play it. It's not good, and it's and they they all the aren't. All yeah, the, the most mis- most be... expensive miss ever was still worth my sixty dollars, even if this was an absolute disaster. Yeah, um, I don't and remember... it wasn't. I I really enjoyed this game. I think um, I don't love most of the stuff that goes on story wise. I think the the like kind of thematic through line he goes for that he's obviously not very subtle about at all is um, him. You know, Sam Porter Bridges connecting America, connecting people. It's the bonds between people that's important. Um, you know, physically being with people, being close to people is really important. Um, all of that stuff is pretty good, I think. I, I really like, especially some of the payoff that they do towards the end of the, the story with, like, say I'm just being with all of his friends and, you know, all that stuff is, is good and works for me. Yeah. Somehow that last part with BB stuck the landing for me. Yeah. I think and you cut out all that Amelie stuff. <laughs> Yeah, good game. unfortunately, yeah, you have to do like four hours of Amelie bullshit before all of that. Yeah. But um, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to harp on the negatives too much because I, I do really like this video game and I could complain about it for probably the length of an episode of this podcast. Yep. Uh, but this this type of gameplay, this type of uh, exploration and traversal is something that is just so rare in video games and especially at this scale with this amount of money behind it. It's really impressive really fascinating um i had some things that i wanted to say and now i'm blanking on them but uh talked about the like system the likes were very good i like all of the online stuff is great i think it's was one of the only games where i was like oh i have to get playstation online to play like i don't pay for playstation (laughs) online but i was like oh i'm gonna buy a couple months of this so that i can play death stranding what the game is like offline i can't imagine it's interesting at all offline there must be it's, some it's still like there, this game has enough going idea. on even if enough, no one's stuff oh, mm. is cropping yeah. up however i just had to be connected to the internet yeah i think there's certain i don't actually I have no um, idea. but like even so even if you're not connected to the internet even if you're not on the chiral network with your ps4 <laughs> i feel like the, have your the themes of this game and the gameplay of this game are strong enough to carry itself yeah however you might be missing some of the like critical stuff in the same way that i would tell people that if you never go human in dark souls and you never get invaded <laughs> yeah, yeah. you are missing out on a part of the experience it's maybe not necessary but it's important yeah i think so and i think just like having this world be populated by other people who are also playing this game is really important to the feel for it i think it works narratively too yeah, yeah it's like it might feel lonely out there, but no, you're not alone. Yeah, and I, I think the um, I just thought of another thing that I wanted to talk about a little bit. Um, the progression in this game is really interesting. Cam was talking about earlier how really early on you are just struggling to walk and stand up. Yeah, and then when you get your you get your power legs, you get your vehicles, you're really coasting for the whole midsection of this game. And then, at least in my experience playing this game, like a little bit earlier, I, you know, we talked about how nowadays it's a little bit different because people have built up so much. Um, my experience with hitting the like mountainous area towards like the the last third of the game yeah. roughly uh, was a, like a huge, really cool, really interesting gameplay shakeup for me. Um, they when you hit the Rocky Mountains, which are very a very prominent <laughs> bit of geography in America, um, that this game really isn't based on very much at all. But they do take this. Um, you your old tricks really don't work anymore um Mm -hmm. you can't drive vehicles up these mountains it just doesn't work 
And, you know, the vehicles already had, have trouble with rough terrain in general, but um, I did try to ride a motorbike up a mountain and it wouldn't let me. It, it, it didn't. simply does not work. <laughs> it didn't do the Skyrim you thing. You can't brute force it like a horse. A horse is different. Um, and the snow, since it is water or time fall or whatever, affects your package. It degrades your shit at like double speed. It's you, your big dick snow. power leg exo armor is not as good as the upgrade they give you later, which is the all-terrain armor, which means you can carry less but move better through the snow that's up to your knees, which is really interesting, too. And all the all the geography is so much more treacherous because you are climbing mountains yeah. between your destinations. You're not just climbing a rock <laughs> or a, a crossing a ravine. You are, like, literally Mount Everesting this shit. Yeah. The and, one that stuck out to me the most is the one where you have to go to... I think it's Conan O'Brien, but it might also be whoever's by the heart, the lake. That's a heart. Yeah, but it's the one that's where Heartman lives. Uh, <laughs> you're right. Heartman explains his name three times. It is a miracle Heart that Man. I still yeah. named that guy by the end of that sequence. Yeah, it is, a, actually... it, is a, uh, it is like a testament to the animation work of like dozens of artists and the mocap work and the yeah. voice acting work and all that. It is a testament to that, that after him explaining his name multiple times to me, I did not hate that guy's fucking guts. <laughs> I think that it's the, it's the three hit combo for me of you get to meet Conan O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Um, I think mama is around that area. Yeah. Uh, it's Lachna. Yeah. It's Lachna pretty, is like kind of like, whichever one. Yeah. It's right one before they works. do. I think that's like around where you start to do the mountain stuff, but yeah. not as deep in. And then, uh, hard, Heartman. Heartman. Yeah, Heartman. Yeah, I think... Those three character interactions are like a certain part of the game that is really cool. That that gameplay shakeup around the last third is is incredibly good to me. I think that's the most interesting that Traversal gets. Um, They make it really hard. They they get get rid of all your old tricks. You are driving around on roads with cars, and now you are (laughs) hiking up mountains. And right around there, they give you like one of the coolest, best upgrades, like maybe in games to me the the zip line hell yeah and so bu- awesome. building your own entire network of zip lines and connecting yeah. to ones that other people set up is incredibly good you just never going have to walk ever again zipping through areas go flying over bt zones that you would have had to have trudged through the snow through it's yeah. it's so so good so and satisfying. on top of that the zip lines aren't just free you still have to think about whether or not the view is obstruction, how many you're going to need. Yeah, to get you're, you're thinking in line of sight. Distance, elevation. Chiral uh, bandwidth would yeah. really <laughs> fucked me on my endgame playthrough because there was too much shit all over the place. Yeah, and you run around and dismantle other people's shit. I didn't there. think about that. Yeah. I was being too nice. Yeah, I didn't want to, like, I kept getting the option to do that. I'm like, why would I do that? This is helpful. <laughs> well, the nice thing is it doesn't, Dis- yeah, you're not or you're not destroying it for them. Plugged in your electric bills too high. Yeah. And you're like, well, shit. I guess I can. You're just getting rid of it in your world. Yeah, in your game, it's gone. They get to keep it, and other people get to keep it. The game um, does cheat a little bit with the shared world that you're in. You delete okay. every fucking post box and ever, and but, fucking watchtower. This thing um, real quick, just another thing I do like in this game. I mentioned it a little bit, but um, your your whole cast of goofballs is are all pretty entertaining, even though a lot of them get annoying and aren't. Some of them aren't incredibly fleshed out as characters. Who's your favorite um, one? I really, I, I think, like, the character that is based on Guillermo del Toro is a lot of fun to He's me. Such I, a weirdo. Such a weirdo. We've been Sam, doing the dumb have you impression seen the shape of, of it. Water? It was an old world film, but I particularly like the fishman makeup in it. Not as good as Abe Sapien, but I think it's pretty close. 
but it I, I, funny I, because it's not his voice, so like, yeah. it's the combination of the, his look. Well, yeah, my understanding, I must have heard it somewhere, but they he, they didn't use his actual voice because he was too hard to understand, <laughs> which is uh, kind of sad, but also a little funny a to little me. A little bit true, so um, it's, it's kind of hard to understand. But right. I, I, I like, you know, Kojima, this is one of his favorite things to do, is give you a whole cast of guys that talk to you on your radio. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost One of my <laughs> almost pitches for the first segment of this show is... Uh, codec call partners or people who (laughs) call you to talk in the middle of a video game. Um, And I think this game does overdo it in places, and some of these guys are not nearly as charming as some of the guys in the Metal Gear games, but um, I I, like like our... there's nobody telling me any Chinese proverbs. (laughs) You're talking about old monster movies with anybody. I have a... uh, There's an account I follow on Twitter that is only things that Mei Ling would say to you when you <laughs> save in Metal Gear Solid 1. And it's it's remarkably charming to just every now and then be to have her like be like, Snake, there's a Chinese proverb that says, the man who thinks before he leaps always goes the farthest. And uh, <laughs> it's like, that means that when you're up against a tough situation, make sure to consider your options before going through with it. Anyway, here, do you want to save? And it's like, <laughs> You're going to remember like that four forever. whole tweets. Yeah. <laughs> Mom is outside honking the horn while you're trying to save your game. Yeah, exactly. She's talking to it. But I I like this game. I, I, I like the whole goofy cast, I think. Um, a lot of the like actual main plot stuff doesn't really work for me, and, and I think is all kind of pretty dumb and laborious and, and, and stupid. But uh, some of this like individual side stuff, just like getting to meet up with Mama, getting to talk to Hartman is all like pretty cool they're all like nice neat little short stories um i think like hartman might be my favorite one where he just goes and dies for a couple minutes while you wander around yeah. his office oh man really <laughs> really great character and they put the timer on the screen so you know and he'll be back yeah. it's it's like such a cool little sequence. when the timer appeared yeah. on the screen i was wondering if i was getting bamboozled again because there was one point earlier in the game where they were doing a little bit of gaslighting about whether or not i was in a dangerous situation <laughs> and um i don't want to i mean i guess i can spoil it right yeah, uh, yeah, so true. there is a part in this game where you are carrying around a bomb and they don't tell you <laughs> not there. in the day sex you way. can go into the uh, you can go into the menu and see that it's there and Sam can see that it's there but he doesn't think about it and you don't think about it because he doesn't think about it but if you drive over a rock too roughly then you're gonna think about it because it's gonna fucking go off <laughs> that, that was definitely the mission I failed the most I think I didn't fail really any missions in this game other than that one honestly well I thought that uh, I, I ignored something like I uh, did he's like this is for fragile but I'm like okay but this delivery has to go to South Knot City so I'm going there first I can hit her on the way back and then if you take it all the way to South Knot City it, it just, just explodes so, <laughs> yeah. so um, anyway no, I, the, the point I was thinking about with that was like this game is clearly willing to fuck with me. So when I enter a guy's room and a countdown timer appears on the bottom left of the screen, I'm like, uh-oh, what, what am I looking at here? But uh, it, it turns out to be benign. It's just a guy who is, uh, you know, inducing cardiac arrest every three minutes. To go to his beach. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To search for his wife and child. for his wife, I guess. Um, cool office. But yeah, in- incredibly weird and cool and good. Um, 
the the bit with the bomb definitely reminded me of uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid, where when you get your stuff back after being interrogated, you have a bomb in your inventory you have to get rid of. <laughs> just genius. Yeah. Why doesn't any other game do that? And just like not, you know, having it be in the interface, playing with the fact that like in your menu you have a cargo thing and you can read that it's a bomb in your menu but yeah. you don't know the we know what it is in the story or you how it trust, interacts why do you trust every video game <laughs> yeah the video game is trying to hurt you and a lot of those li- well, dumb I tried to leave without it and they wouldn't let me <laughs> yeah. I'm like I can do I can do deliver this antimatter bomb later <laughs> yeah, whatever, put it in front of my private locker yeah, whatever whatever, fra- whatever fragile needs this for I'm sure it's important because I thought it was I, I was like trying to rationalize to myself like this is a, clearly another fucked up world detail I'm like, uh, you know, this is probably how we're going to get rid of all that tar. And then later on, they actually do that. They say, this is how we're going to get rid of all that tar. They pull out the same bomb that almost killed everyone. They're like, actually, it was a good idea. Yeah. (laughs) But I I think, like, one of the things that Kojima does best as as a game designer is just a lot of weird, interesting little details and, like, funny edge case stuff. Like... Being able to take a piss in this game is a funny thing you can do, and like, I oh, if you shoot. drink too much beer, he, do, you know, he'll get drunk yeah. and do a funny thing, or you can make faces in the mirror in your private room. Yeah. All that uh, stuff that just like just makes the game richer, deeper, and more interesting, but doesn't need to be there, strictly speaking. After boss encounters, there are little three D printed uh, plastic. <laughs> yeah, you get all your your little toys, <laughs> and uh, he'll put on sunglasses and mess with the little toys. If you... <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love the little toys. I want those so fucking bad. I was searching on Etsy for a while. And nobody's making them. It seems like it'd be so easy. But yeah, those green yeah, 3D printed guys. The only yeah. ones that they do have like are the Luden's ones, the Kojima Productions mascot. Uh, yeah, I don't have. care about that guy. He's yeah. not in a video game yet. Um, so, yeah. A- Alex, did you have a favorite delivery mission? Because there are some really oh, interesting one, um, parameter ones. The one, that, the the one that steps out, uh, that stands out to me the most is the is the pizza. And it's the one I love to joke about all the time <laughs> because um, the pizza will, specifically says when you deliver it that you have to keep it upright. But you yeah. can store it sideways and destroy the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so obvious. It's just like the vomiting. Like, obviously, you can't put the pizza the like that. The idea <laughs> that, yeah, a delivery guy would be, you know, so you order a pizza at your house and he's got it on his back just so... <laughs> <laughs> vertically he's trying to optimize his deliveries he's like this is the most efficient way for you to carry this and you're like you ruined it and there's a whole like pizza quest line where if you do all the optional stuff you get to deliver a bunch more of them i didn't really do too much of that but it was just such a funny wrinkle you know just a like weird bit of realism to be like why would you ever put a pizza on your arm like that it's gonna destroy it <laughs> pizza to my left arm and ran to your house like, what the fuck dude I'm going to put the pizza on the top of my enormous stack of metals, yeah. actually. I don't think of a pizza as fragile cargo, but it, it, it is. is. <laughs> you, can't, you have to carry it a certain way. Yeah. But yeah, th- this, this is a game that I really like with like four or five huge asterisks, but it's it's a great <laughs> yeah. experience. And it's a, it's so fun to talk about, too. Um, all right. So I had, I had a pretty unique experience playing this game in that uh, I only started playing it after I found out that I had the novel coronavirus. <laughs> uh, perfect time to start playing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, thematically, it honestly was. Like, I couldn't go outside. Well, you I had was, dooms. I had dooms. <laughs> I was in my private Wait, room all the time. Uh, and, my private doom. Um, <laughs> my private doom. And um, because I had started the game three years earlier, I got to skip all the intro stuff. 
so we, we skipped over something that uh, really uh, made me roll my eyes at the beginning of the game, which is, of course, that, that your mom was the president until yeah. she died. <laughs> Uh, and then, in something that almost immediately made me rescind my eye roll, they're like, incinerate your mom now, or, or we're going to have a problem. And I'm like, wow, thanks, Kajim, that's kind of hardcore. <laughs> like, it's, it's one of the funniest story beginnings when you recount it ever. Like, your mom, oh, you find out your mom's the president, go, and you have to bring her to the incinerator in, like, two, you know, like, two missions. Yeah, <laughs> two yeah, and, and minutes. Like, she, yeah. she's, like, trying to get you to reconnect America. You're like, fuck no. She, like, Climbs off her bed in and her has a heart bed. attack while like, like pushing you up against the wall about it. And then they're like, "All right, so that was a traumatic experience, right? Well, now take her to the incinerator." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Please incinerate your mom, and it's not going to be easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you pretty much like almost get stuck in the uh, incinerator place. Yeah. Because the BTS mm-hmm. come through. That's your nice introduction to them, um, but. When the game didn't truly start to shine for me until the more complex deliveries started happening. Like I enjoyed the you know uh, you know take this medicine here, take these metals here, but then it's like okay now we're gonna ask you you're gonna have to cross a river twice in this delivery. It's like okay now you've crossed a river twice in this delivery. Now we're going to ask you to deliver this within a certain amount of time. And the car- the cargo is fragile, so you can't just toss it around all over the place. Are there any good timed missions in this though? It's always like a half an hour, isn't it? Yeah, there's always like too much yeah, time. But I feel like there's um there's the one for uh, oh god there's the the one I really like the one time mission that I really like even then I still feel like the time is too generous is the uh, the one where you have to bring the supplies to make to like print a medical device in the mountains and you have to you have to traverse three mountains in forty minutes. <laughs> and you have to bring something that's really heavy with you, so it's it's kind of cool. It's like putting a bunch of a bunch of modifiers on something that's already kind of tough. Of course, yeah. if you set up a bunch of zip lines by this point, it's nothing. But I had because I was like, okay, well, to, I'm out of materials uh, here, and to get more materials, I would have to go down the mountain. And yeah. I'm already on the mountains. <laughs> like I'm at the top of the mountains. I don't want to go down all the mountains. Yeah, I think the only time that that played into was on the time played in was on my second playthrough was i was delivering something that was time sensitive that i had 30 minutes to do and i had it would take me normally one minute to deliver it but i got knocked out by mules and apparently that adds 30 minutes on your time oh yeah it does so it was over time at that point i had to restart it's also really easy to restart a mission in this game. yeah it is i actually i I didn't find that i cannot believe that they almost don't want you to know how easy it is to restart a mission because it saves every time you take on an order so you just Mm -hmm. reload your save point that it makes for you yeah i didn't actually reload a save until somewhere in the middle of the game and i had more fun because of it like me dropping that i dropped a keg of beer down a ravine (laughs) in a very uh, traumatic incident uh, and I'm like, well, I guess I just, I'm just not going to be yeah, able to that, make like, that delivery. That's where yeah, all the fun emergent be. stories are. Like, yeah. fucking up the pizza was my story. <laughs> like, if I just reloaded, it would not would not have been as fun, I think. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So I talked about the bomb in your inventory. <laughs> I talked about, uh, Alex talked about the pizza. I talked about delivering, uh, you know, basically an MRI to somebody over three mountains in under <laughs> 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's free. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you guys are getting paid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so there are things about this game that I really like when it comes to the logistics angle of it, where you are considering. I never like I would. I would very rarely 
actually have a, a concrete idea of what my route was going to look like before I left. But occasionally I would try to predict it. I would be like, okay, here's what I'm going to bring. I'm going to bring my all-terrain skeleton, but I'm not going to wear it yet because I want to conserve the battery for when I'm going to be in the deep snow. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to bring the, the thermal pack because I know the deep snow is there. And uh, because the, the BTs are there, I'll bring exactly two hermetic grenades, which won't, uh, <laughs> yeah. which won't cause me to, to be overweight, like, you know, over my carry limit. Uh, and, like, you know, just kind of thinking, what gear am I going to need? What gear am I not going to need? Because this game gives you a lot of extraneous bullshit. That heat pack I brought up, you do not need it for most, <laughs> like, 99.9% of deliveries. You will this be is, totally fine without that heat pack. Breath of the Wild. It's such a later Kojima thing to do, I think, is just, just have, like, a ton of weird edge case weapons that aren't useful, or items that just aren't useful or, like, that cool or interesting. Like, this is a big MGS5 thing to me, too, where they just will throw like so many unlocks at you like every time you do a mission you get a thing that like maybe isn't even close to as useful as what you're already no. using the trank gun and the fulton balloon are, are able to get you through 100 <laughs> percent of the game and when you get the box that lets you slide down hills you're like okay well the game is complete now but um but in this game uh you know you can ride down mountains on your floating carrier if you don't have any stuff on it and that's pretty great oh incredibly and, um, good like, these are all these gameplay systems, like, and I was talking about how early on in the game, like, balance and equilibrium is important, and this works for me. Like, the the way, the game's traversal is engaging enough that I never took on a delivery, and I'm like, oh boy, more boring walking, or like, oh, I can't believe I gotta go all the way over there. And I think it's because, like, <laughs> yeah. not only does this game, like, at, once it has, a, after it's very long loading screen at startup, it doesn't have that many more throughout the entire game because you're yeah. not going into environments it's that it's only in cutscenes really yeah which i mean it has plenty of but yeah um like it was seamless like one of the reasons i sometimes i will avoid going to certain areas in video games because i'm like i don't want to sit through a loading screen but here i partially because i was never worried about it but also because i enjoyed the traversal itself so much and i'm like yeah, I'll go. I'll go over that river. I will go around that mountain. I will plot a course exactly <laughs> I'll take these around. These three orders that are on the way. Yeah, yeah just because. On the way. Yeah. It's yeah. so not on the way. That was my experience every time. <laughs> yeah, I um, I found myself really enjoying this game, and I found myself uh, getting the lycatosin from getting the likes, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, I was it's like, real. I would see uh, a small gap, and I would be like, "There's no, there's no ladders here. There's no climbing ropes here." Oh, that just won't do. Well, let me go get one. Let me go get one. Let yeah, me go. Let me go make a. Uh, yeah. Let me go break a bridge real quick. I, like, I was so selfish with that. I'm like, oh, I bet you this will get a ton of likes. I'm gonna put this. <laughs> I'm gonna put this right here. I'm so gonna weird. fucking help so many people. Dude. I didn't have the lycatosin that you guys had. I liked delivering stuff, but I. Yeah. Oh, I would always get some envy. I'd be like, oh, that guy found the perfect spot for that bridge. God damn it. He's got like four hundred thousand oh, yeah. likes. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Um, uh, what, well, why don't you finish up, and then I have one more thought. And we'll, and, uh, oh, man. I've, unless, oh, okay. All right. On this, yeah, please, well, please the, the, um, the sereneness and, like, beauty of this game, I think, is so really good. Like, I would intentionally not take a zip line or a car places because I liked just walking with Sam and having a low roar song Talk play. Just, Which doesn't happen often enough, I think. No, uh, and Alex it happens and I were eleven about, times throughout the game. You can't just as far <laughs> yeah, as you I can't know, put on your your Sony Walkman while you're walking and and play a song. Why can't yeah. you, you have to listen MGS to it in 5. your private room? 
Yeah. There's, um, Can you play songs in MGS5? Yeah. yeah. You specifically listen to many cassettes. Music. Yeah. 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 But, uh, she blinded me with science. There's a couple points where you... Um, where you like come up like to a view or something and then the or or to an event and the soundtrack just kind of kicks in and i always really like that it's there's, all so good where um you come up over a cliff and you see port not city which we haven't even talked about how every single fucking city has the word not in it yeah. because or, you're, or, or distribution strands together. distribution center near blank not city or yeah, like <laughs> you're tying strands together they are knots in your big web and the bridges logo has america and it's got, got a big web yeah sinister um, web on so it. Yeah. i thought but, uh, that um the when I started the game, I'm like, okay, this is explicitly a, a U.S. government thing. Um, so, oh, so the so, government's going to be that? So no. Well, what I was thinking <laughs> is, I'm like, okay, so the so bridges is part of the government, right? And they didn't say yes or no. And I'm like, okay, they're a part of the government because the president asked me to do something. But uh, and they have that logo and everything. But then when you get to the part where you meet Fragile Express. Fragile is like, yeah, we're another private company. And I'm like, wait, is Bridges a private company? <laughs> like, so do, doing the. You're both government that. contractors, I guess. Yeah. Just, oh my God. It's, we're we're yeah. EB. We're, like, <laughs> private public partnerships. It really is America. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Um, but it's it's all that remains after the yeah, apocalypse. It's not the CVS USA. distributing the vaccine. Oh, the USDA, the United Cities. United, yeah, United States. I was well, I mean, there I was were no states left. That's well, true. The thing is, I was nitpicking that in my head because a state. You know, city-states. Things used to only be city-states. Oh, it is a state that is a city. Seb is always talking about trying to return to city-states. That's one of her big things. Seb is always happy. saying return to tradition with a V in there. She, <laughs> she loves talking about marble statues. I don't know what you guys talking about. Um, all the shitheads, all the right-wing shitheads on the internet talk about returning to tradition. and It's it's a fascist speak, pretty uh, much. Yeah. Okay. So, Gotta go back to Sparta. So I really enjoyed the crunch of this game, the the like the actual gameplay systems that lead you from one thing to another. I was a little more mixed on the fluff of this game, like this this packaging, the story, that kind of thing. I like the uh, I like what you do in the game, not what you have to see in the game. Yeah, that's I mean that's basically it. Uh, I was thinking about doing the ha and ka thing that they oh, do. Oh no, would be way, way less uh, sensical. Well, play, playing the game is about the rope, uh, and watching the game is about the stick. Yeah. So for the first, I want to say, five hours of this game, I had no connections to anyone that they... Uh, I was like Sam in the game with his Afrofosophobia. Don't come near me. Don't come near me. <laughs> Do not talk to me. I'm not interested in anything you have to say. Give me another package and let me deliver it. And um, over time, uh, maybe it's because I got used to hearing their voices. Maybe I have Stockholm Syndrome. Or maybe it's something else that like they just are endearing over time when they actually tell you something about themselves as opposed to telling you what the composition of water telling is. Telling you that you have dooms. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they always say that. Sam, you've got dooms. Nobody says that. Stop calling me. <laughs> but Fuck. no, I when Deadman explains his shtick where he's like, I don't have a soul. I'm basically a reanimated Frankenstein corpse. And I'm like, wow, you're pretty interesting. And you're the one who's trying to tell me that my boss is evil? <laughs> and, uh, and um, you know, Heartman, like... When Hartman was explaining his backstory to me, uh, Emily was in the room, and Emily's like, "Does that does that work? Does that make sense?" And I'm like, "Well, according to everything I know about the game, his theory is wrong, and that doesn't make any sense." <laughs> um, but he talks about how it's only a theory, and he doesn't know if it's right. That's and so I just think that this guy theory. is like delusional with grief. That's right? He talks about theory. how his family is missing, so he is going to temporarily. Well, his th- family is dead, but they died in a big, crazy afterlife magic chiral event so they might be on the beach 
which is the you know it's the transition period between life and death the beach is the transition period between uh land and sea so that's what they're they're trying to do with the whole beaches and stranding and all yeah, that and the whales and yeah you know. That's why all the BTs are like weird sea creatures or they look like they're floating underwater. Or um, they're lions sometimes. I think there's a lion one. Yeah, but yeah. it has a sea urchin face. <laughs> oh, it's, right. it's like, huh? it's got other stuff. Going. Uh? <laughs> yeah, it's, Wait, is, no, it, it's, is it like the spiky part of the sea urchin or is it like the bottom part of the bottom sea urchin? Part. It's the spiky part of the sea urchin. Okay. No, it's not. <laughs> what? No, no maybe, hold on. I'm thinking of not sea urchin, sea anemone. That's what I'm thinking of. It's got the like. Is that the same thing? Yes. Well, yeah, we know he's an enemy, Nick. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, the villains in this game are fantastic. Uh, for um, uh, in the sense that I loved the performances. I Very was good, when, charismatic I was, yeah, performances. And I was absolutely. happy when he saw them on screen. When Mads Mikkelsen is on the screen, I clap because uh, Mads Mikkelsen rocks. is on the screen. Yeah. And he says, I want my BB back. Far and, and above like, the best performance, obviously. Yes, I think. but that is almost cheating because he gets to act not opposite anyone for most of yeah. the time he's on the screen. He's just talking at the camera, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Higgs is, of course, a uh, consummate professional voice actor, uh, Troy Baker, uh, doing, he getting to not be himself getting to like all these like Hollywood actors have to deal with being themselves and the mocap yeah, and all that. Yeah, he can be a character. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Troy Baker can be like a, a fancy mocap skeleton man because he doesn't have to be visible in that same way. And I love the like the shush motion and like all the all the aesthetics of his like black and gold evil shit where he's like, so look, cool dinosaurs got extinct. Other people it, went extinct. It's our I think, turn. Probably. It's just our turn. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> Tiny yeah. die just a guy who's so angry at the world that he's like all right time for it all to go away and uh i i just really loved all of these weirdos i liked mama and lachna i liked Heartman. i liked dead man i even liked die hard man it took me like 20 hours of playing this yeah. game but i liked die hard man at the end I, of it I, yeah i think they do enough with him at the end of it where i'm like okay yeah I, I get it i just wish if he wasn't like the most annoying person in your ear yeah i i would not i i don't know by all accounts, I should hate him. Yeah, <laughs> like I thought like, he was gonna have more of a role as like betraying you or something. Yeah. He doesn't. Really it's just do kind of obviously, kind of not a good guy for yeah. the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His name is. There's a black metal skull mask. <laughs> his, his first name is Die. <laughs> and then you find out that he worked for the American military. Oh <laughs> fuck! This guy sucks. Uh, one of one of the funniest Google searches I had as a result of this game is. What war did Clifford Unger fight in? <laughs> uh, and it turns out the wiki or one of the emails does have an example for that. Because I'm like, wait a minute. The timeline doesn't line up for him to be in any of the wars that he's actually, like, that the game uses as visual representation. But it's like, oh, yeah. Well, I'm Clifford, sure he was in World War One. Well, right? he's in, he's in, uh, he was in <laughs> Afghanistan and Kosovo. And I'm like, hey, wait a minute. He was doing war crimes all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to be sympathetic for this guy? Anyway, there's babies in tubes and in bottles. And I love it. I, I liked the virtual pet aspect of like having Sam in his room and feeding him and making sure he takes uh, a shit. And yeah. uh, I, I liked uh, my Tamagotchi Norman. Reedus. Yeah, exactly. My Tamagotchi Norman Reedus. I give him food and drink. I give him. I make. Sh I was obsessive I about when, when I get back to the private room. Every time we're showering, yeah. you gotta, Sam, you gotta yeah. take. You gotta take a shit yeah. too, Sam. You look awful. You're covered in mud and blood, and, and whatever chiral. Yeah, exactly. And then chiral goop. Shit. Yeah, and, and uh, if we he, if we went through the snow, you're all snowy. Like, all right, you got you need a shower. Like, if that's you important. look at him, if you leave it for even a second, he 
nods towards the shower and winks at you. He's like, "Go on, you yeah. want to check that out? Give, you a, give so me a shower. Let me have a shower." Norman Reedus's butt every time. Yeah. He yes. is a Tamagotchi. There's no dick model, unfortunately. He has a nice. If you butt. if you hack the camera yes. around, he's got nothing up there. I really um, see it every time, though. One of the most exciting things that happened to me in this game was something that ended up not being uh, as cool as I thought, which is when I was running and I jumped over a tiny gap and I saw a quick prompt that said double jump. <laughs> oh, yep. Alex I saw and that I talked about this time, for like forty minutes. I was fucking like sliding down a mountain, tripping over myself, and I I saw the prompt and I was not quick enough and I fucking fell flat on my face. It's kind of cool. It's like he turns a regular jump into the Mario 64 yeah, long jump. Yeah, he just double jumps. There's no explanation <laughs> for it. He can. He's got dooms. He can do it. <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, Sam, when you've got dooms like you and me, a double jump isn't that big of a deal. <laughs> it is one of the funniest, most game. Like this game is already very gamey. Obviously, there's a lot of like. Uh, but there's so much realism to how you move around. Meters the fact that you us. you can double you just jump. Have it. It's yeah. very it's very situational. It's not something you I can do the all the time. You have to have like below it. a certain amount of weight to be able to do yeah. it. Yeah. You have to be have a certain amount of stamina below a certain amount of weight, and you need to have enough distance to actually do it. <laughs> it's insane. Anyway, I I really really like this game. It's gonna stick with me for a long time. And in particular, I think I'm going to be doing impressions of the entire support team for the rest of my life. That was a good in the same way that I haven't stopped doing impressions of the Colonel from Metal Gear Solid One. Yeah. Even though I, Turn I off it's the been console. ten years since I played that game. Turn off the console. Turn off the console right now, bro. <laughs> the mission is yeah. a failure. <laughs> uh, but Cam, the mission is finished. You still have dooms. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when he tells me that. Yeah. Uh, so, were you happy to hear? A oh yeah, I think that. Game? I put this off. I thought about doing this a while ago, but I was like, yeah, I probably should finish the game at least. And then I still didn't <laughs> do that for like a year. So um, all the stuff, my opinion on it has completely been fluid on this game, but it's ending where I thought it would, where I really, really, really like this game. And I just enjoy the act of playing it, which is a dumb thing to say, but that is all my game, all my favorite games. Yeah, just like, a, I want to turn it on and open, wandery, meditative type experience is your thing. Yeah, that's all I really want to do. Like, you saw me play Spider Man too. How many yeah. fucking missions did I do? <laughs> Jumping on the same awning uh, 30 times, <laughs> trying to make him turn around. <laughs> You have to web yourself to the building and then just press triangle for Y for like 40 minutes because it's a funny animation. But yeah, it's like this Skate 2, like... Uh, just Cause was just a big cause, one. Just um, Cause, Mario Odyssey. Like, Odyssey and Death Stranding lean more towards the actual gameplay of it. Like, if I'm playing Death Stranding, I'm not just running around. I'm doing deliveries. Yeah, you're playing the game, but playing the game is the type of, you know, type yeah. of expressive yeah, movement not, that you like. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I think this is a yeah. this is a good hiking trip, but next time Kojima, I get to pick the music. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I started, you know, I started playing it with podcasts once Low Roar stopped playing, which I did wish it didn't. Yeah, once you went through the four times played, the music yeah, plays. Like, I was editing it. the Matrix episode of this podcast while playing Death Stranding. Whoa. Mm. Yeah, I'm waiting for another game like this, and uh, there's probably games out there that I just need to try. More strand games. Any more strand based games, or just games where you you know, go from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. uh, game, more games that are about the road. Yeah, I just well, want to like, around. This game does a good oh, job. Oh, speaking of the road, um, that's my major obsession with why I played another 40 hours of this game after I beat it is I got obsessed with building the roads in this game because it's insanely helpful and optimizes your gameplay so much. 
And I thought I built them all, and then I just found two more nodes, and one is so far away from anything useful. Can I add a little sour note onto this so sweetness? Because I just remembered a complaint I had about this game. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Moving? <laughs> uh, no, no. Um, I actually think the road stuff is great. Yeah. What um, annoyed me, we were talking about strand game, rope stick, all that sort of thing, but the stick is still in this game. It didn't yeah. have to be. It really didn't have to be. Yeah. This game has tons of ways for you to not get in fights or to avoid fights, to make this game about... Yeah. It's not important that you kill things. It's important specifically that you don't kill things. And then occasionally it'll lock you in a room with a big set piece monster made out of black goo and be like, kill it. Yeah. And I'm like, so, so I can upsetting. shoot uh, yeah. monsters made out of goo in every game. Oh, yeah. In every game. This is the only one where I can deliver a pizza. Please let me deliver the pizza. Uh, well, or, Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Or like... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think I agree with you, and it's so insane how many different types of guns are in this game. When all you need is a bolo gun. Yeah, one of, the other things, one of the other his, things that his grenade bolo gun. That's it. That's all you need. Except the quadruple rocket launcher is so fun, it's cool. and it's, the grenade launcher is so it fun. It controls well. Yeah, but it totally gums up the themes of this game that I was enjoying so yeah. much it's, because yeah. I loved the piece of this game that is like. If you kill someone, it will cause massive problems for the yeah, world. It, it makes the world worse. Yeah. Causing and so violence we are to others. focusing on something that is not like violence. I love games about violence. I love God Hand, my, my Punch Out, my all kinds of violent games. So it's not like I'm like, a game should be less violent. Well, but if you're just, trying to do something else. It's been covered thoroughly, yeah, I yeah. think. <laughs> if you're trying to do something else, which they are, I think you should be consistent. And this is a massive spoiler. Skip ahead one minute if you want, if you care. Um, um, so. Clifford Unger, right? His big thing is that the the way that they resolve his shit is in a cutscene, and Norman Reedus gives Mads Mikkelsen a hug instead of shooting him in the head. But to get to the cutscene where they have the hug, I have to shoot him in the head like five hundred <laughs> times. You can do all of the sequences where you shoot him in the head a lot. And then one of the funniest lines in the game is right after that. Uh, Sam says to Die Hardman. I don't think he was trying to hurt me. And he's been <laughs> shooting you in the dick for the last 20 minutes. It's yeah. so crazy. And those set pieces are incredible. Those They're are great. really, yeah. really cool. Yeah. But I feel like there should be a way to get through them or that maybe they should be designed in such a way for you to come to your own conclusion that maybe I don't need to shoot him in the dick to be, for this to be. Because like <laughs> the story resolves with that not being what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So yeah. why did you make me shoot him in the dick so often? I think, it, yeah, it's, I totally agree with you. And not to disagree, but it is that thing of, unfortunately, it's fun to shoot the guns in this game. And yes. I don't think it should have that, but I'm glad it's in there. It's, it is, like, now that we're kind of sussing this out, it is, like, interesting in that the messaging is so much about, uh, you know, it's about bringing people together. It's a, it's specifically a game about nonviolence in a lot of ways. Um, it, they really underline this with the, with, like, one of the five endings of this game where, um, Amelie gives you a gun and tells you, like, doesn't tell you to shoot her, but they're like, yeah. you know, the game kind of suggests that you shoot her. It puts you in the gameplay, and yeah. you're supposed to shoot her. And the way that you get through it is to walk up to her and give her a hug, which yeah. is which is good and interesting and thematic and whatever. But they could have done that, but way better if they let it. <laughs> if let I hadn't that, just that had a fist fight with a guy and, and shot a big blob you can monster, still shoot her. Yes, you, you can still shoot her. <laughs> it doesn't her. do anything, but you are allowed to shoot her. And it doesn't. It just doesn't hit her. The gun's not the key, Sam. There's yeah. something else to do with this. But anyway, yeah, I I ended up loving this game a lot more than I thought I would, and I might try and complete the roads but i've been completely overloading myself on this game that i think i need a really long you break, have so. probably played like after finishing this game and the ending is a slog yeah pl you played what another like 15 10 20 hours probably of this game 20 hours because 
I, also, I didn't have to go to work. I thought it was so. really, really funny, like as a character detail for you, that you immediately finished this game. We were both like, yeah, that ending, not amazing. And then you're like, I got to play it again. <laughs> I'm starting a new file right oh, now. Yeah. The good news, Cam, is that I have another PS4 game for you that is going to eat up about wow. 20 hours of your life, which Ooh. is coming in a couple of weeks. Hey. Uh, in about five weeks, we will be doing... Uh, Yakuza Zero, all and I'm on. telling you five weeks in advance because I sincerely another game think, I played when it came out. <laughs> I sincerely think yeah. that you will, if you play this game like uh, in intervals for those five weeks, you are going to fall in love with it. Yeah, it's always been on my radar. It's one of those games that I'm, I know I'm gonna like, so I'm too scared to play it. It's gonna eat up all my time. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But about, before that, yeah, how about what we're else. doing in one week? In one week, we are going to be attempting to get on a uh, friend of the show and listener Dom uh, to have a uh, a little talk about the G- Gundam compilation film. I wanted to look up the official title of it, and I forgot because yeah. I got distracted talking about Gundam sticks and ropes. One Attack of the Clones <laughs> episode Gundam episode Gundam meet. Joe Gungan. Yes. Yeah, so this, <laughs> so yeah, this is we're talking about specifically the first one of three movies that are a recap of the original 1970 something seminal anime anime series, Mobile Suit Gundam. Yes. So, uh, the the anime series was in the 70s. Yeah. So there was a it lot cre- of time. Essentially created the genre of mecha. Yes, um, and uh, so. In the Mobile Suit Gundam uh, movie is just titled Mobile Suit Gundam, of course, which is, of course, yep. yeah. Uh, so it, like, it runs up through like a, a ch- good chunk of the series. We'll, and uh, Dom said that if we want to watch more, we can. But this is the one that he's been trying to get Cam to sit down and watch for well, listen, several years. We, I went over his house, we tried to watch it, and I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we're going to try and do this together, so hopefully that helps. I, yeah. I really... Speaking of which. Uh, yeah, speaking of which... So next week, we're going to be doing Gundam. I hope you enjoyed our Death Stranding episode, and I will try not to slip any extra impressions of the support team into this episode when I edit it. Keep but on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. Reconnect America. Bridges. Sam. Listeners, you have dudes. You have dudes. <laughs> Coming